0: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
1: And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia. And you are listening to
0: the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the
1: Herpeticulture Network.
0: Enjoy. yeah but is it worth it to outlive when you're like miserable because all you can drink is water all the time i'm and, not
1: miserable i'm perfectly happy and healthy because that's yeah. so it's
0: interesting we talk about that because we had a regular at the cigar shop for years and he used to preach to me all the time about like eating healthy and like moderation kills and like all this weird stuff he played golf every day like he was a, he was a healthy guy like he stayed active and he was older and I was like, you know, Randy, I was like, you talk about living longer and being around more. And I was like, but you sound miserable because you're having to like not eat anything you like and drink anything you like. You're just like, you, you know, I was like, is it is it worth it if you ain't enjoying it? I mean, you got to have a little bit of both. I'm like there's a there's a, hey, there's a can, sweet spot there.
2: If I can eat what I want and drink what I want, eh, what's 10 less years? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's
0: so, also the thing that you could walk out at any—you could walk out tomorrow and get hit by a bus, dude. I know a guy
2: recently that like he never smoked a cigarette in his life, all big health buff, always took care of himself, worked out, got lung cancer.
3: Yep. Yeah. It's,
1: it's Definitely crazy. happens. You know, it's just for me, it's literal like avoiding. Serious pain because I think yeah for me it's it's just like,
0: it's just avoiding kidney stones at all costs. yeah
1: I, that's just, that's all it is I would <laughs> I would almost rather die than have another one of those pass through my Painful. my body so uh the yeah. inner
0: lining of your manhood is going to be like callous though and tough yeah yeah
1: it's not it's not fun Wait,
0: Jake's this
2: my this wife walking, you, right, you, isn't? Might be, you might get some more birth man
3: talking <laughs> about kidney stones. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's uh I don't I don't recommend that to anybody. I know Billy Hunt can back me up on that. It's uh not not a fun not a fun procedure I've had I've had yeah, I'm not gonna
3: go into details, but uh
1: yeah. I've had procedures done where procedures should never be done. So. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm. I'm glad they don't run yeah. in all families. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I, my entire family's got them. My sisters had them. My dad's had them. My mom's had them. Like it's, it's bad. I think I was the youngest though. I it's think good. I got my first one the when I was like, family
0: 17. heirloom. Yeah. And you can pass it on to your kids.
1: Yeah, Ooh. I feel bad for them. Honestly. Yeah,
2: I just, I just got Tourette's. That's, that's all. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: No, it's not. Not pleasant, but
2: I can play the you know FU card and be like, "Sorry, it was my Tourette's." You know. Like, <laughs> um,
0: I think you should start saving them, Jake, and make a necklace or something.
1: No, because that's just a constant reminder. You just of gotta
2: the- get them. You've gotta get them on a nice ring. Go ahead and get them set on a nice ring, and and just get the matching. Set. Yeah,
0: like the Infinity Stones, dude. Have yeah, exactly. Them?
1: Yeah, I'll just crush them up into a dust and just like <laughs> put oh. them into a ring. And yeah, I'll just snort my, kidney stones, snort my
0: kidney stones.
2: It's a good source of calcium.
1: My mom actually passed one that was like the size of a
0: watermelon seed. Oh my god! You're about to say a watermelon? I was like, that's not no. possible. No, no, that was you. You. Like, and <laughs> those kidney stones huge. Why is it crying? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyways here we are it's episode 206 of the your pediculture podcast off with a uh a bang with our usual discussion of kidney stones yeah. which seems to be a very common topic of discussion mm-hmm. at least this year in particular I feel it like. comes up a lot in a lot of we're just trying to raise, raise awareness like kidney <laughs> stones, kidney water. Stones aren't just for the old okay or the elderly no. Jake is living proof that you can yeah. be like 16 and have kidney stones like a 90 year old man.
1: Yeah, I was like 17 when I got my first one. I'm pretty sure. See? Does
0: that count? No as one being is
1: safe. Huh?
0: Does that count
2: as being an old soul?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Everybody everybody's told me I had an old soul. I didn't realize it was yeah. literal my
0: old kidneys
2: Dude. too. Old kidneys <laughs> too. Yeah. Apparently.
1: Apparently.
0: So stay hydrated. Drink water. Avoid the uh, carbonated beverages
1: yeah i try to limit myself to one soda a day and that one soda
0: is a sprite a good call. He, he lives it up yep. that sprite's the the highlight of his day <laughs>
1: it really is though I'm like yes you're just like crispy crispy soda uh
0: but. this episode is brought to you by blackboxcages.com check them out facebook instagram if you're just shopping around you don't even maybe you're not even ready to buy yet doesn't matter at least go look around on the black box website, see what they got to offer racks cages. We love them all. We all have some combination of both. We love it all. Um, use the code THN at checkout and get 10% off your order. Save yourself even more. If you're in the uh, nearby North Georgia region, um, that general vicinity, you can have, there's a pickup option where you can go and grab your stuff yourself and cut out the middleman of FedEx and freight and things like that. Um, well worth it. Me and Hell Jake yeah. do it every year. It's a nice little trip. Uh, we really load down that truck and push it to to maximum capacity. I'm actually yeah. amazed we haven't had to get a trailer again since the, the first yeah, round.
1: We did it. I Somehow think we made it work this no, year. No, we got the trailer the second round because we got stuff from them before we were sponsored. And then we did a second round with the trailer. Yeah. And that's when we really loaded up. And then this last round, this I, last- I still don't know how we filled that. I, I don't know how that worked still out. Still made this all fit in this Tacoma. No, I was like, there's no way, dude. Like, this is not gonna fit. Maybe work though. And Clint's over there, like, yeah, it'll fit, it'll (laughs) fit, don't worry about
0: it. And I was like, he's like he's got the engineer brain or something. Oh yeah. He's like, nah, dude, this is fine, we'll make it work. And sure enough, it did. So
1: I don't know how it fit together like a freaking puzzle, but it works because I think we had what three cages, two racks. Is that what it was?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, a four, so. a four-footer, two three-footers, uh, XR fifty-five, and then the XR a twenty or sixteen. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it was a lot. a lot, but we made it work. Yeah, somehow, uh,
1: some way. And we can even speak to the quality of it because it also got rained on, just a little bit, not a lot. Yeah, every every time
0: on. we make that trip, it seems like yeah. it rains. And I told that when Casey was here over the weekend. I was like, it seems like whether you're coming to us from Georgia or we're going up there to y'all, it rains. Like, the weather just sucks. Like, I don't think it's ever been sunny and nice. Anytime we've driven up that way, it's always been, like, overcast and kind of gross.
1: Shit. I mean, not not this last time. By the time before, it snowed when we were out there. Remember? Because we went for the oh, show. Yeah, yeah. we, we went, went to that show. Out, like, show. Bill, yeah. Bill and Keller, and it freaking snowed. Yeah. That
3: yeah,
0: was, was wild. Wild.
1: But yes, they did get rained on, and guess what? Everything was perfectly fine.
0: Mm-hmm. So no issues. They're built to last. They're not. Uh, it's not thin. It's not cheap PVC. They do use a, a higher grade and best lead times around. Buy your stuff. Uh, you know, I think the lead time still currently about two weeks. It hasn't hasn't really fluctuated at all. So get them while you can. Again, code THN at checkout. Then hop on over to Steve Snakecharmer's Venom Hot Sauce. Get the whole set. That cottonmouth sauce, especially, is the THP pick. You won't regret it. By getting that hot sauce, you're helping Steve with his public outreach, uh, relocations, rehabilitations. Uh, he does a lot of events, educating the public. Um, I guess he has people come and hang out, like check out his his facility and collection and stuff too. see a lot of pictures of people there, you know, holding boas and stuff. So by getting that hot sauce, you're supporting him directly. He's also a first responder. So help, help your guy out. Yeah, man. And then uh full views apparel last, but not least you need a shirt. That's right. Right there. Gabe's got it. Don't be a hemipine. Don't be naked. Don't be weird. <laughs> get a shirt. Use the code THN, get 15% off your order. That is just for THN. Listeners and viewers like you, hoodies are up. Um, I put a couple of the coffee mugs up. I still have to make some more. I really only have like three or four available, but I put them on the site anyways. Um, should have tumblers and stuff probably towards the end of the month when I get another, a better heat press than what I have currently. Um, and I got some other designs I've been working on. So more stuff to come here soon. Yep. Stay tuned by following that on, on Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: Don't be weird. Don't be naked.
0: That's right. <laughs> Anything yeah. new on your side, Tim?
1: Uh Not really, man. You know, everything's pretty much per usual. Um, everything's rocking, rolling. Growing, shedding, all the good stuff. I was doing some cleaning today, took out some of the pits I got growing up, and everybody's growing like freaking crazy, man. Did quite a few upgrades recently. Um, You know, everything's pretty much good. All the babies are growing, everything quarantined from Daytona is still rocking and rolling. Um, So it's all good on that front. Um, But yesterday, if anybody is interested to hear me talk some more, I did do a podcast yesterday. Um, so check out Joe with Meteoric Serpents. He started uh, the Calubrid Corruption podcast. It premieres every Sunday, usually live. Um, but we did pre record yesterday because he's going to be vending the, the Orlando show uh, this weekend. So we pre recorded. It's going to be out on Sunday. Um, it it's the
0: 10th for anybody. Yeah.
1: yeah. So definitely check out his show and uh you know, show him show him some love. Go like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, he's a good guy doing cool stuff and uh yeah, it's a good show. Had a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I
0: started the episode with Skylar the other night. I don't wanna need to finish that.
1: Yeah, and it's only on YouTube, so look up the Caliber Corruption podcast on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um it's not on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that yet. So Um, give him a listen man it's a it's a good time so
0: did you notice anything having done thp and stuff now for going on six years six years like did you did you notice things that that he does sort of starting out that we did starting out or was was it like sort of look at like being on a on a newer show like that
1: It's been, I haven't been on some, it's always different being on somebody else's show with, you know, especially when you have one, you know, when you have one, it's easy, definitely easy to talk, you know, you're used to that aspect, but it's weird being the one that gets asked the questions. You know what I mean? Like it's normally I'm on, I'm in his seat, you know? And so being the, being interviewed versus the, you know, Interviewee. It's it was kinda it's kind of different. Um, like I said, it's been fuck, it's probably been three years since I've been on somebody else's show. Um but yeah, you know, it it was fun. And uh and he also d- apparently he does another show that's more like ball python oriented. He co hosts. So he's pretty much got the idea of podcasting and actually you. you know, we were we were fresh, fresh out the womb when we started. No idea what we were doing.
0: So, uh, still don't
1: No, no, still don't, but we try. Yeah. Like Flying we're, not, blind. We're, we're not quite as cringy as we used to be. So yeah, at least sometimes, but yeah. no, it was, uh, it was good. You know, he had a lot of good questions lined up and, uh, he definitely, definitely knows what he's doing. So definitely highly, highly recommend it.
0: This is the, the first time I think probably since we had Jack on that, we have three South Carolinians all together again. Yeah,
2: I mean, Jake, Jake kind of counts as a South Carolinian, you
1: know, I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, it, but I, I, I was, I, was you're, you're like,
2: you're like the adopted one.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. I was raised here, Justin wasn't born here either. I was born in Columbia. Oh, but well, you lived in, yeah. but I see. Technically, if you think about it, I've been here pretty much. This, it, the same amount of time, if not more than Justin has, because he grew up in, like, Virginia. In I grew all up in, these... like,
0: four different states. It's not my exactly, fault. Exactly. So South if Carolina anything, always home, okay?
1: If anything, I've had more years here than Justin has. I may have been born in Wisconsin, but I was raised here.
2: Which, so uh, which I part still of
1: Wisconsin? Was that?
2: Which part of Wisconsin?
1: I was born in Manitowoc.
2: Okay. What well, I, uh... did you call me? My wife spent some time in Wisconsin, and she's uh, she's from Iron Mountain.
1: Okay, cool. Yes,
2: yeah, so she's right yeah. across the border.
1: Yeah, man, Wisconsin's it's a beautiful state, great state. I, I still I still call it home, but you know, South Carolina's.
0: South you Carolina's have to pick home. one or the other. You can't. No, have a gun to your no. head right now. Which it's one? Like, you
1: it's it's like having divorced parents. You know, like it's
0: it's not. Yeah, it is. Every kid has a favorite. Then, if that's the case. <laughs>
1: Uh, I like I like Wisconsin for the beautiful scenery, the farmland, all that, but I like south the winters. For, for the herping. I don't like the winters. Then not are you really
0: there. a Wisconsinite?
1: No. No. But if you call if you're going by that standard, my dad's not even a Wisconsinite cuz he can't stand the cold anymore. But my dad grew up there.
0: You're gone soft. Yeah. My house was, was
2: 68 there. degrees last night. I like my house cool at night.
0: Dude, I my house was freezing last night. I had the fan on high and I was wrapped up in my freaking blanket it's like crazy. fucking mortita. It was amazing.
2: It's fantastic. Dude. It yeah. I woke up and it was like 65 because I cut the heat off. I was like, it's getting too hot. And my wife's <laughs> over there shivering like a little <laughs> la-la
0: for adding blankets. Just yeah.
2: shivering. And I was like, Woman, you grew up where it's negative 40 in the
1: uh, right. legit, I so I was born in January. It was 30 below zero the day I was born.
2: Wait, what day in January? 22nd. 31st.
1: Hey! That, okay. You're practically cousins. That's right. <laughs> no, man, it was, it was legit. 30 below zero. My grandma complained about it till the day she freaking died, dude. She was just... just <laughs> I had to get out of bed for this shit. <laughs> She's like, I remember walking into the Walking into the hospital, it was 30 below zero, and I had to put something over my face so my freaking lungs wouldn't freeze. And I was like, well, thanks, sorry, grandma. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask
0: for it. No one made you come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. What are you going to get me
0: for my birthday, buddy?
1: Uh, that's right. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Take that, take
0: that <laughs> back. Don't get me anything because you're going to get me a ball
1: yeah that's right i already got one for you dude <laughs> I, i'll probably i'll order you a phobia shirt.
0: <laughs> you gotta get
2: them you gotta get them one of those cart balls hmm.
1: those are probably <laughs> expensive probably not
0: what know. do you where's your where's your stance on on those
2: <sighs> all right so my stance is clearly i enjoy some hybrids um or crosses um but um There's always a fine line in it because, I mean, you don't want to muddy the genes, right? You don't want to throw that back to another ball python or another carpet python and breed it to the point where, oh, now it's... dilute
0: it more and more. Right,
2: right. I think so long as you're a responsible breeder and you select who it goes to and, you know, are careful about who they go to... I don't think it's something you should be mass producing because I mean, you mass produce them. They're going to end up in the hands of some idiot. That's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to throw this back to a carpet Python and then bam. Um, but I think, you know, if you're careful about it and you're selective with who you sell to, you know, it's very niche. So I don't think a lot of people are buying anyways. Yeah. No. So niche. I mean, that that mean,
0: Frankenstein market for that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, most of the carpet guys are like, Oh, why would you do that? Most of the ball Python people are like, well, that's kind of weird. And then you get the handful of guys that are like, Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Carpets right. for people who don't like carpets, they're ball pythons for people who don't like ball pythons. <laughs> you know, why not?
3: Exactly.
1: I don't know. My biggest thing with all hybrids is, you know, if you're going to do it, at least keep it in the genus. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that that's my biggest thing. Like, carpets, green trees. Again, Actually, some of them were are...
0: all python at one point. So, I mean, <clears throat> you know, but... hey, if
2: they're close enough to breed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. The... See, for me, it's like if we're talking about animals from two different continents. Yeah. I mean, if they occupied, like, it was like a natural, inner, occurring intergrade, like, you know, Horridus and Adamanius and stuff like that. Um, that's one thing where it's like, occasionally it happens. It's not a super regular occurrence, but it is like, it's been documented. Like that's one thing. And yeah. this like the, the part of that where I'm a complete hypocrite is, is the chondros, you know, now that those have been split up so much and stuff. And it's like, we've been doing crosses for years. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we kind of already knew that. But when it comes to like the really off the wall ones, like the the carpets and balls and bloods and balls and you know whatever else. Um the green trees and balls. Jesus Christ. That
1: one just <clears throat> hurts my I just to wrong. me
0: I don't I don't get it. I don't it's the same okay. reason I don't understand why people were crossing Chihuahuas with crested geckos. It's like to me it's it's putting a, a Prius engine in a Ferrari. It's like why? Like you're gonna take a a two you know two hundred dollar gecko and pair it to a thousand dollar gecko and it's the same thing with the with the Bo willans crosses. It's like, are you doing that because you just couldn't afford the other half of that equation? So like the <laughs> best you, thing you got. you, do the, you I just do the, half The,
2: the and Sanxinia across. I was like, why would you take... Is that a thing? Someone crossed the doomeroles and oh the Zinia, and I'm like, why would you take a beautiful snake like a Sanzinia and make it look like crap?
0: Well, especially when you have people who are struggling to produce Sanzinia by themselves, let alone... Exactly. Yeah, that's I just, I don't know. At some point, I just said, I, yeah. I draw a line, and it's like, now it's just, now it's just goofy. It's not my well, thing. You know, so, so
2: angry balls. Like, you've got an Angolan Python, which in my opinion is a fantastic Python. Yeah. And you're gonna cross it with a ball python to make it smaller and uglier. Like, why? Right.
0: You're not improving on either one uh, of those so things.
2: Also, like, if you're doing a hybrid, you it should be improving on the overall look, coloration, pattern, Little bit of everything. You should be making a cool, pretty snake. Why would you want to take something that's so beautiful and like here? Here's this poop brown poop poop brown snake that's pattern looks like crap. Here you go.
1: Yeah, like at least the carpandros look cool right. as shit.
0: Exactly. Like, that's cool like a snake Really cool sort of to get behind, man. but I still, it's not something I'm really gonna go out of no. my way to do myself. But you know, at I mean, least you're still you're still within the realm of you know relation to one another you're still yeah. in that that ballpark yeah but like <laughs> blood pythons to balls things goofy stuff like that it's like what's the i just don't i don't see the point i don't i don't get like okay you made it and then what you yeah, know now what it now where do you what do at that point you're just doing it just to say you could and see how wacky we can get with some of this stuff it's just kind of I don't know. Whatever. If that's what people want to do, go for it. Go nuts.
1: Whatever floats your boat. That's right. (laughs) But in this episode, we are joined by Mister Gabe Schuler. Thank you for coming on on such short notice, buddy.
0: Really appreciate it. Um, We've talked about it like off and on for a a while now. It just hasn't happened.
1: As we hinted at earlier, uh Gabe is a fellow South Carolinian along with Mr. smith Smith-Eye and myself. Um it's always good. He's actually not that far away. You're only in Charleston, right? Yeah,
2: I'm uh, on Charleston? the other side of Charleston. I'm I'm like halfway between Charleston and Myrtle Beach, so like 2, 2. Okay. Five, five hours. Yeah, not bad. Okay.
0: Yeah, cool. He, he got one you. of my green trees.
2: I do. She oh, is. really calmest beok i've ever seen in my life (laughs) nice
0: which Uh, is just hilarious knowing who their dad is because jesus christ yeah
1: that dude's a heat seeking freaking
0: missile dude
2: just i can i could kiss this thing on the lips mind yeah
0: my 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 holdbacks the same way man yeah it's wild
2: yeah it's crazy like people don't my buddies don't believe me they'll be like why but what do you mean you can like kiss this thing on the mouth if you want to? It's a, it's a B-Ock and I'm like, no, no, no. Come here. Come here.
1: (laughs) You don't understand.
0: There was a couple from that clutch that, that went to some friends where they were like, yeah, this thing's pretty, pretty fiery, but for the most part, everyone had what they got was, was pretty mellow. Like the difference between those, those F ones and those, you know, those imported adults is pretty night and day. Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: But uh Gabe's also a naturalist. And fun fact, we also went to the same college.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I which, <laughs> <pretty good>. yeah, I was totally which yeah.
1: was which was wild. Um, so yeah, we've all we've been talking to Gabe for apparently Justin's known him a little longer than I have, but Gabe and I have been talking a little bit more recently. So uh, excited to get this episode in the books. Um so Gabe, why don't you you know kind of give us Give us the the background, man. You know how you got into reptiles and all that. Give us the the Cliff Notes version or the long version. We gotta let y'all decide. So uh, tell tell us about yourself, man. How did all this come about?
2: So uh, it, it's a miracle. I grew up liking snakes. I grew up in a family that you know the only good snake's a dead snake. Um, but I also grew up in the middle of the national forest, which is where I still live. Um, mm. Hard place to leave from. <laughs> beautiful area. And so growing up in the woods, as a kid in the middle of nowhere, there's not a lot of other kids to play with, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, of course, like everybody else out in the woods, you know, catching critters. And um, I think what really, really kicked it off for me is I actually went to a private school when I was young, when I was in elementary. And uh, they had a presenter come out and the presenter came out and brought a- mostly reptiles and amphibians. And I was probably first, second grade. And the guy calls me down out of everyone in the, in the, in, um, in the gym calls me down out the bleachers says, Hey kid, you want to come hold this baby alligator for me? And I'm like, hell yeah. I want to come hold this <laughs> alligator for you. You know, here's a little, you know, seven-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old me like, all right. And then he looks at me and goes, here, let's, let's swap them out here, kid. Why don't you hold the corn snake? So you guys would like that. My first snake I held was a corn snake. And uh, yeah. And from there on, I was every book I could get my hands on begging mom and dad for, you know, lizards and geckos and frogs. Um, My grandma got me my first bearded dragon. I was never allowed to own snakes as a kid, Um, but that didn't stop me from trying to sneak them in. You know, my dad, uh, well, I'll never forget the time he got really upset at me for, losing a green uh um, a rough green snake in the house (laughs) he said boy if i find that snake in my bed one night just know that's your butt
0: yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah, man
1: i'm I'm
0: so lucky i never had that issue with my parents like i never had a problem my parents being like no you can't have a snake
1: Oh, no, I, I grew up a lot like Gabe did. You know, I my dad, my mom, not so much, but my dad was only good snakes and dead snakes, hated snakes, you know, would swerve to go kill a cotton mouth on the road. You know, all that stuff. You know, he, he hated it. And uh, so when when did you actually get your first, you know, legal snake in your in your household?
2: So funny story. Uh, right after college, I was renting a renting the spare room from my dad Mm -hmm. uh, being a poor college kid and me and my wife had had met around that time and you know shortly after she ran into issues where she could she was going to either have to move or move in with me so she moved in we rented the spare room and like his one stipulation was i don't care what reptiles you have no snakes of course me i was like that's not going to (laughs) fly (laughs) so i've got a whole closet you never go in (laughs) and so slowly tanks showing up in the closet um i kept ball pythons in tubs under my bed Mm -hmm. and uh i'll never forget one day he came in there and i i thought i was being smart and i put a kind of a tank kind of over in the corner with my western hognose snake and it was a small tank right she's always hiding I just kind of put some plants on the shelf in front of it. I'm like, he'll just think it's a lizard. I remember coming home, and he's like, so you got a snake, huh?
0: They're said, like, what are you talking about? What are you
2: talking about? Dad? <laughs> That's a legless lizard. And he goes. Also not a lie. It, it, technically, no. And he's like, boy, you don't think I know what a snake looks like when I see a snake? And I'm like, all right, you got me. I was like, but, Dad, it's just a little hog nose. Meanwhile, I got cute one.
0: We can meanwhile, put
2: top hats I mean, on it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got others in the closet and under the bed, and uh, you know. And he just finally was like, "You know what? It's not venomous." He's like, "Just, just don't let it get out." He's like, "I swear to God, if it gets out, we're gonna have issues." I was like, "I promise, it's not gonna get out." Um, and so he kind of chilled out after that, and then several years of renting the spare room from there we me and the wife finally saved up got our house and uh first thing I did was set the reptile room up
0: it's it's funny cuz when we were shopping that was like one of the things for me especially i was like i really don't care what what our house has but like a room that i saw working with my stuff was like top tier for me so like we were shopping around and I was like, this is the one. You know, there's one we were looking at that had like a sunroom that was like the perfect size. So it was like, oh this man. Is this is it. Right around the corner from the one we're at now. And uh she's like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, no, that's that's the one. That's my favorite.
1: No, I think it's good. I think it's really yeah good. <laughs> I mean then we ended
0: up finding this one. Um and I, you know, I like it. My room's small, but don't feel bad. But yeah, that was that was a big part of the the shopping part for me for in house hunting was like doesn't have a good good room for snakes <laughs> yeah. i too have um,
2: a small reptile room you can stand in mine do a 360 and see everything
0: <laughs> yeah that
1: was you know because i re- i rent still um because i'm a poor poor man and um well, you're not
2: but... poor. poor you're broke poor means you're starving broke just no, means yeah bro yeah
0: i don't i don't e- i won't even <laughs> say you're broke because i think me and gabe probably got in at the right time before like Shit hit the fan with interest rates and stuff. That's because, like, beautiful. I look at the market now and like what people are spending on houses, and I'm like, we made the right choice to buy when we did. Cause, oh my God. Dude, it
2: was two years after, and I looked at how much my, cause I'm, I'm in a mobile home and you know, temporary was supposed to be temporary until we buy the actual home and then housing prices just yeah. through the roof. But my house went up by like 30 grand two yeah. years later. And I was like, holy crap. That's yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: We would, we would make a decent amount off of ours if we sold it right now. Like oh, we, yeah. would, we would easily make, oh, you know, a hundred grand more than what we paid for it. Yeah. But the problem is, is like, like getting a different one. We <laughs> wouldn't be able to afford anything else. Yeah, like exactly. even with that extra money, like houses yeah. are so expensive right now. It wouldn't it's laughable like
1: doesn't doesn't pay to even sell right now if you're trying to move here
2: don't move here we'd be the
0: the richest homeless people ever yeah
2: it is so expensive like i was looking and 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 you know i live in berkeley county but i'm right on the charleston county line Mm -hmm. and berkeley and charleston county are the top two most expensive counties to live in in the state and uh these prices are ridiculous. I'm
1: sure Buford's right behind y'all.
2: I, yeah, I think it's Charleston, Berkeley, Dorchester, and then Buford.
1: Yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's real, real rough. Um, but yeah, no, when we were looking for a place to rent, I mean, it was fighting tooth and nail to get a place to rent. And then, of course, my, my ass is like, you know, cause me and my girlfriend, you know, live with, uh, my best friend and, um, you know, so we had, I was like, it's got, we could find all kinds of two bedrooms. I was like, we have to have three. Like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, it's just, it, it's required unless you want snakes in the master bedroom, which with us, but they just won't fit.
2: Your bed like so, I do, man. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I
1: was like, <laughs> no, I, gotta, well, the I other, gotta have a room. The other, to other issue 30. too is
0: like in Beaufort in particular, because we have the, you know, Paris Island and the Marine Corps, the air base and, and the Marine Corps recruit depot rent is insane because all these people that own these houses around here know that the Marines get a housing allowance. Yep. And so they know they can just jack that price up because they know how much they get. Like that's, I think that's public information. That's not like a secret or anything. And so if you're not in the military and you're around here and you're trying to rent and you want something like luck, it's really tough because we were thinking about renting before we bought because me and Katie weren't living together. Um, And I told her, I was like, we just might as well go ahead and buy, you know, like rent's so crazy. Like we can get a mortgage for cheaper than rent and buy a, buy a decent margin by several hundred dollars a month. You know, it's crazy.
1: I really, I really lucked out with my place. So the place that I rent now, I've rented from the people before, like they own a million houses around here. And I've rented from them before and they knew I was really good about paying rent on time, never caused any problems or anything. So when it was time to, you know, for me to you know, get another place. I was just up there ass dude. And I was, and I was calling them every week. Like, Hey, you got something ready? They're like, we're still fixing up this house, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Next week. I'm like, you guys are it ready. The-
2: it's, it's also, it's really hard to find someone to rent from. That's like, okay. with you having snakes in the house. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an, I had a kid. Like my snake's not going to finger paint. <laughs> the wall, okay. Yeah. But your three-year-old will. Yeah,
1: No. And it was funny the way that came up. So I've rented two other places from these people before and um, they told me straight away. they were like, you know, you have to pay a pet deposit for dogs and cats, but cage pets are fine. And I was like, word, you know, like that was that was in the other two places where I was. I had a lot less numbers and all that. So I didn't say anything. When we got this place, you know, things expanded a lot and I was like, okay, I should probably mention this just to make sure we're good. So, I, I asked her while we were, you know, going in to sign the lease basically and I was like, by the way, you said cage pets are fine, right? And she's like, yeah, and then she goes, "Wait, what kind of caged pets?" And I was like snakes, and she was, Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, no, that's fine. Um, she was like, "I'm just making sure cuz I had somebody trying to keep a tiger in one of my houses." um so i was like nope nothing like that just nay. She she's okay yeah that's fine and then she wonder... goes wait how many and i was like uh, i <laughs> don't know and she was like okay that means a lot no you're fine and i was like
0: yes <laughs> like we're good <laughs> so was that the same people that owned that house on cyprus when you were living there
1: no oh. no no not that one those that was just the one-off random yeah i kind of think we moved in with people that were already there and uh yeah no that was that was different um but yeah i've had two places with these guys and they're the cheapest cheapest rent in beaufort for the most part and you got a three bed two bath house with a garage and pretty affordable I wish I
2: had a garage to put snakes in to cool outside man oh
1: dude it's great i got it's a it's like a i think it's te- it's a one car but it's a big one car so like all my bullshit goes in there my bike's think it's in there than mine. yeah it's, it's a pretty good definitely. size garage Dude, I, keep I-, my, I keep my motorcycle in there all my extra snake crap and then i still have room to like cool down all my stuff it's great man. It's
2: great. i actually took my uh my my kings i've got some chesapeake locality easterns and yeah. uh, some, some brooks king snakes i i love my meth propeltis um, <laughs> You know, I just love them. Uh, addicted to them. Things, uh, isn't that right, Smitty? I like
0: chain yeah. cakes. I don't good have one. any issue with Easterns. I like them. If I was going to keep any of those,
1: even though those are just, just as Eastern. messy as the Callies
0: Yeah, my well, worst it's, one. It's I have the sport. Florida's yeah. that I've Yeah, yeah.
2: I literally got that that Eastern I got from you years back, Justin. Hands <laughs> the the worst one.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did
1: you get the big boy?
0: I think it was a female, wasn't it?
1: Was it the no, big was... one
2: though? Male. Um, it's looking at me right now through the tub, like, "Hey, give me your fingers. Hold on."
1: Was it? Wasn't it an oh. adult when you got it?
2: Yeah, it was an adult. Actually, yeah. Justin, how do you know how old this thing is? Because, like, I'm pretty sure he's old as old as crap. Quit coming for me to bite me.
0: Yep. There you go. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hmm.
1: Is that the one your dad had?
0: That was one of the ones my dad had, yeah. That's one of the part of his pair.
1: I remember that big I don't one. Remember, he had That was just a freaking diesel of a Yeah. King snake dude.
2: So this guy gets a little nutty um when I'm in here feeding other stuff and tries to eat himself. <laughs> uh, it's every time. So like the the last like two three inch of his is two three inches of his tail is like all roughed up because he always tries to eat himself and i'm like i swear this this thing like
0: how do they survive it's how like things survived as long as they have it's i don't know guess.
2: well he's the only one that does it i'm like i, I bet he's got like snake dementia something <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well now that
2: we've gone off
1: Topic a whole lot. Back to you, oh, no. Gabe. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not your fault.
2: Listen, we're all—I'm ADHD <laughs> as hell. I don't know about you guys. We're, we're, look at Justin. He's already looking around like, "Huh, what?"
0: We're yeah, getting—we're getting old if we're talking about the housing market. That's funny. oh yeah. yeah that's, you know how you're—you're you're yeah. approaching the thirties and stuff once yeah. you. uh yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's actually your question, Gabe. How old are you? I'll
2: be thirty-one in January.
1: Ah, yeah.
0: damn.
1: Okay, Mr. What what are you almost 40 now, Justin?
0: No, I turned 33 this month, <laughs> bitch. I'm just I'm not i I'm not scared of aging. I don't know why everyone's so worried about it. It's like you it's wanna happen. get you wanna get it's old. You can't, way can't wait for the day that run.
1: you're the old guy sitting on his porch in his rocking chair holding his friggin' rhino rat snake
0: in my cigar. Cigar in one hand, rhino oh, rat in the other. So
2: so Jay, Barons or Rhinos, man?
1: Barons. I'm not wrong.
2: You're wrong.
1: I'm not. I, I, no, not at all. They're, they're fantastic. It's not I, even a question, man.
2: Oh, man. Listen,
1: it's not even a question. You know, that's,
2: you know, to each their own, as long as you don't keep yeah. a bunch of cart balls, we're good. more
0: for me.
1: You know, the only thing that I'll give rhinos, so uh, it was on a Calubrid and Calubroid episode. I can't remember which one but uh this guy had somebody i think it was matt talking about it, it may have been somebody else i don't know No, i think it was terry it was terry burwell's episode and terry was talking about how somebody messaged him being like hey can i keep a barons and a rhino together terry was like no <laughs> don't do that like the barons will more than likely eat the rhino and um basically one thing led to another guy was like fuck you i'm gonna do it anyways And um, so he kept them together, and he messaged Terry back, and he was like, you were right, but you were also wrong. He said the rhino ate the barons. (laughs) I was like, well, I guess that's a point for rhinos.
3: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Oh, man. I mean, I will say when it comes to food, like, rhinos do get to, like, kink snake levels of crazy with food.
1: Dude, have you even fed your barons? You were just doing it wrong because, dude, Barons are absolute psychopaths for food. Mine are nut jobs, like full on. The only thing that they don't bite you, which is great, it's the difference between them and King Snakes. But, dude, my Barons are nut jobs for food, you know? And I know Skies are too, man. It's just, you know, Bar- Barons are just better. Just, just, yeah.
2: You know, everyone's entitled to their own wrong opinions.
0: That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Last That's I checked, fine. this guy was was doing that podcast. He was wearing a rhino shirt.
1: Maybe wearing a rhino shirt, but uh, he still said barons are better.
0: But he was wearing the shirt,
1: and so he doesn't. He, but he doesn't that
0: much. He doesn't was, own. He
2: a all, they, shirt. all I can think of right now is y'all remember the Starburst co- commercial? It's a contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, to, to each thorough, They're they're both cool. You know, I won't take anything away from rhinos. You know, I've held Smitties and. <laughs> They're cool. They're a green ball python that just sits there. But, you know, it's, it's fine. I like snakes that move. So.
0: One of us has kept both.
1: You had one for like two months.
0: I had it for like six to nine months. Yeah, well. And it just, I wasn't impressed.
1: It's because you had it in a massive cage that was basically empty. And it hit all it
0: the time. It was not. It yes. was in the cold ju- tube and everything.
1: I judged your enclosure so hard on that snake. I'm you never said lie. a word
0: to me about it yes. until now. Yes,
1: I did. Yes, no, I didn't. did. Yes, I did. I, I would have remembered. No, you just didn't care about it as much because it was a baron's. Put more effort into your rhinos. That's all it comes down to.
2: That's, that's weird because uh cages did you guys see what i posted earlier with the uh lightning thunderstorm effect i did on the trim cage
1: no i didn't oh, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: i uh i kind of i've been messing around with recreating the thunderstorm in the enclosure and i think i i, I finally got it down packed. um i still have to cut i still have to initiate the sound and the light manually to do it but once i turn it on and play the sound bite on my phone it goes but it looks awesome
0: that's sick dude
2: yeah,
0: man. Hell yeah. Well, what's the current collection? Yeah. Yeah. What was your collection? You got, I know you got a green tree. I know you got some king snakes. And...
2: My my problem is I like everything. Yeah. Um, I definitely have my my niche things that I like. Like I love morelia you know. Um, I love anything with rattles. And I love pretty snakes that sit on sticks. Um and then I love my, my, my lamp peltis you know? Um, so I did recently from your buddy Preston, actually, uh, that you put me in contact with. I picked up one of the juvie Everglades from him. Nice. He is going to pair with my male here. Gee, let me see if he's out right now. He's pretty
1: cool. You got one of the het emails, or you got an email?
2: Um, Het email. Nice. Here, come here, bud. And this is the male. I'm a very big fan of just the natural look of, everglades because yeah. they're stunning snakes yeah, but sure. uh here, let me oh. put the light on that would probably help so this is, the... that
1: w- is that's this year's baby
2: this is a last year's baby uh. friend of mine the lights don't do it justice in this room they really suck but this thing is legit like pumpkin orange
0: yeah i feel like unless you're holding everglades sort of you're looking at them right in front of you like no pictures or video ever do him justice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: there's um sure. just nuance to you him. gotta
1: you gotta get him in you gotta get him in sunlight. That too. To really to really get it out.
2: So there's this old guy older uh breeder in the area. Um it's uh yeah. it's JB Reptiles, it's uh John John Basimi mm-hmm. or Busili. And uh he's at pretty much every reptile show. In the area. Been breeding colubrids, breeds beautiful colubrids. Who is it? For years. It's John, oh, it's JB Reptiles. It's John Bassimi, I think.
1: Is he on like Instagram or anything?
2: No, this guy's like super old. I don't think he has. Uh Yeah.
0: It sounds Um, familiar for some reason.
2: But I mean, you know, he's been breeding colubrids longer than we've all been alive. And he always has the prettiest animals. And, you know, I don't go to reptile shows often anymore. I get from breeder friends of mine and stuff. Um, But every now and then when one's local, I'll swing in, pick up some light bulbs and stuff like that. And almost every time John has a table there and almost every time I end up buying something from John (laughs) because he just produces the best. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's who I got that male Everglades from. And then, like I said, I got the female from Preston and she's in her hide right now. She just ate. So I'm not going to mess with her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very cool, man. Yeah, no, Preston produced some some hitters this year, man.
0: They're yeah, really, It's
1: a really good did snack. you
0: get some of those corns from him?
1: Uh not yet. He had he hadn't gotten them eating yet. Um so oh, I didn't oh, pick them up, but I'm still I am getting a pair. Um so those will those
0: will be cool. they will be really uh, cool with those.
1: Not Castania. So <laughs>
0: collection wise,
1: yeah. what you gotta look
0: around
2: thing? and uh count, but um I've got I've got the sibling to Justin's pine snake. Uh oh he's, yeah yeah, he's great. I actually use him for an educational animal. He's about to get upgraded into a big enclosure. Oh, where's the camera? Come here, bud. Oh you
1: know, yeah. That was the first one you got from Tony Justin.
0: That's from that same clutch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first one you got. Yep. Nice.
2: Yep. Yeah. So he's He's cool. Um, mine,
0: was, mine was donated to cold Blooded Caffeine so they could do yeah. educational stuff with him, too. So
2: Yeah. Nice. Yep, I use him for outreach events all the time. Um, yeah,
0: mine was mine was super mellow, man. That was a great, super great mellow, thing. Dude. Super yeah. easy to handle and deal mean, with.
2: He doesn't even hiss. I'm Damn. kind of sad that he doesn't hiss because that's the iconic thing. I'm like, come on, just, just once.
0: Just mine once. got huffy and puffy like twice. And that was it. Dude, uh,
1: I've got... My female northern pine is just a freaking dick, dude. (laughs) Which is weird because northerns are known to be really, you know, calm snakes. My male, I can reach right in and grab him. He's fine. The female, dude. Oh my God, I was changing her water today and she just (sighs) you know, just that Big big you know hiss from down below. She's little, she's, you know, only a year old. So like that I
2: mean little year old pine stakes aren't you know
1: not that small, <laughs>
2: not small you know um yeah. I remember Tony handed me this thing and he was like yeah it was it was hatched like in August and I picked it up like a few months after it was hatched and I was just like this thing's like two foot long. What do you mean it was hatched in August?
1: Yeah, dude. That I have um I've got a male uh southern from Tony is a sibling just the year after from the one you have. And um he's already he could eat jumbo mice if I wanted him to. I feed him larger yeah. right now. But dude, he's huge. He's a year old, he's huge.
2: You guys want to see <laughs> uh, one of the biggest and prettiest Eastern hog noses you'll probably ever see? Oh,
1: dude, I saw the pictures you posted of that thing.
2: All right, oh, come
1: on. You hear? Oh yeah. Don't you poop on me? Don't you poop on me? Lord have mercy.
2: Uh, oh, that, like it, it's it's as long as my arm. Its tail goes up yeah, from my a, neck.
0: That's a beast. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is
1: so pretty, and you you've got it. He's eating mice or
2: this thing eats mice, chicks, whatever I feed it.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It's almost like a weird, like half melanistic.
2: It is. It's uh,
1: yeah. almost like an anery.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy looking pattern. This one, uh, so this was produced by, um, oh god, I know his name, um,
0: Kevin Fisher. I, Kevin Fisher. Yeah, thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's the only question. guy producing Eastern. Guy, <laughs> yeah, I think I know of one other guy producing them, and that's it. Um,
1: uh, Matt, Matthew Dove.
2: Yeah. Oh, does
0: Dove
1: do some too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's enough. got Easterns. I don't know if he's got melanistic ones, but he, he produces well, Easterns.
2: You know, what's funny is, is most of the ones in my area are melanistic. I've never no, seen an, I've never seen an adult with color here ever. Everybody. I've never seen a wild adult hog nose with color.
1: I haven't either. All the ones I found here are jet black. Um, These I found one. You found colored um, easterns? I've here? seen like
0: one melanistic eastern, and that was actually in high school on the school property. Everything else I have found was was colored in like a normal, if that's what you want to call it. But some of them were more uh, like yellow, and some were just that screaming orange. Just
2: dude, those those the... orange or what they call them, Halloween phases are just
1: stunning. I take the black ones over any of them though, man. Especially that yours, like the pattern black.
2: Yeah. No, that pattern black is like, I would take mine over Halloween any day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would
2: take a Halloween over a solid black any day. And, And here's my reason why. There's so many other snakes that look so much better as solid black animals than a hog nose. Next I think up. it's
0: just that matte, that matte black, though. Yeah. You know?
2: <coughs> yeah. Well, I've got, um, I've got those are the educational animals. So I've got, you know, an east that eastern king. Um, I've got the the Chesapeake locality eastern kings. I've got, um, I've got two point two. No, I've got two point one Brooks kings. Um. I've got the pair of Everglades rats. I've got, ai think it might be a pair. I haven't sexed them yet, Um, but some juvenile corn snakes, uh, local corn snakes that kind of, you know, hey, someone brought it to me in a peanut butter jar, like, hey, I found this in my garage. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this one's actually pretty. And I don't have an educational corn snake. And then like a week later, hey, I found this in my garage. And I was like, (laughs) okay. Um, I've got like six ball pythons of assorted morphs. Um, the wife really likes them, so I've held to them as long as I have.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Everybody uses that. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah. you're allowed to say but you like ball pythons. I only got no one life, pythons my that I'm
2: attached to the rest kind <laughs> of them like. Eh. Um, I've got, I've got two green tree pythons, both beox. I picked one up to pair with. Justins and surprise it's a female. Um so I have two females, no males. Um still need to get a male. I've got three poplin carpet pythons. Yeah. yeah. Oh dude, my my male pop what I have is just screaming orange. It's oh god. Um that's what I like is that high orange flaming with the yellow is just
1: the yellows, man. The yellows really do it for me. My hold back. Oh, did you see the picture I put on my story of my hold back? Oh, yeah. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. That thing is just uh, out of its world. Um, I can't wait to put him back to mom in two years.
2: I've got one that's a, uh, oh, God, he's y'all's friend. Uh, um, Nick Mutton. Um, I've got one Nick Mutton line. Mm-hmm. Um, One is a F1 that was produced by a friend of mine. And the other one is a juvenile that was a wild import.
1: Nice. Nice. I've got, I've got a wild caught animal. I've got an F one that's going to her in probably two years. Then some, then some stuff I produced, and then my original parents from
3: my old ex.
2: Um, yeah, my so. females still have a couple of years ago for their breeding size, so I got some time.
1: If you want, if you want some yellows to throw into that project, man, I'm hopefully going to produce some.
2: Yeah, man. Years. Hey, listen, I. Love pop ones. Um, Like out of all the carpet pythons, popwings—they're the ones. best.
1: They're the best.
2: Yes, they're yes. The best. You uh, might
1: be—you might be wrong about rhinos, but at least you have good taste in carpets. I
2: have great taste right. in. carpets. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, here. I'll show you this really pretty one. So this was a rescue. I actually use her for it. Um, I also, in the past, not so much anymore. Um, I used to do a lot of reptile rescues, rehabilitations, and then rehoming um you know someone called me eh, i've got the spirit of dragon it's dying i don't know what to do with it get in get it better find it a good home um yeah. and i haven't done that much in the past few years just because time money and other projects and stuff yeah um but someone called me up this early in the spring of this year and said hey someone in the middle of bfe has a carpet python they don't want anymore and i was like oh oh yeah like, so I'm kind of curious to see what it is. Do you want it? Sure. I'll go pick it up. And I pulled up and this poor thing was in like an aquarium tank on the front porch with a curtain rod stretched across the middle of it. A heat pad with no regulator underneath it. There was like an inch of poop and water in the bottom. It was Ooh. just, there was one dead floating mouse about yay big. And then one live mouse in there chewing on her tail had mouse bites all over this thing had like two layers of stuck shed i was like oh my god it's gonna die on me i'm like so i took it back
1: oh my god it
2: was so weak it couldn't wrap its tail around my arm it had no strength it was skin and bones i was like this thing's gonna die tomorrow and miraculously here we are like nine months later and she is the sweetest carpet python i've ever had doesn't hiss doesn't bite Super mellow. She's fully healed. When she shed that last shed, I was like, oh, my God, this doesn't even look like the same snake. Yeah. Um, so, you know, without knowing genetics, you don't really know quite what it is. But I'd say it looks quite jungly.
0: Uh, yeah. That's the one I think it is. I remember you sending me pictures when you got yeah, it and, I, and after like she healed I, up some. And I think there's definitely some jungle in there. It's.
2: I don't know that it's pure jungle, but... Oh wow, it's a good-looking snake. And this is just in, you know, crappy room lights.
1: Based on that, I would say it might even have some diamond blood in it.
2: I thought it looked like it might have had like a jungle diamond.
1: Yeah, Um, it's got got that look. Obviously, it's hard to tell, and you know, in that light,
2: that someone would get a snake this nice and just neglect the shit out of it yeah like, that, is
1: shit. that is beautiful and yeah it doesn't even look like it was traumatized for you know only nine months ago that's yeah
2: no i mean she wow said, i thought this thing was gonna die
1: that's beautiful man yeah it definitely has that that diamond jungle look yeah. to them uh, definitely heavy on the jungle, but yeah, it looks kind of looks like some of the gamma stuff that I've seen.
2: It, um, it, it, it reminded cool. me a little bit of it. Um, I, I wish yeah. I could remember the info, of the people who had it so I could try to find the breeder. Um, but like I said, without knowing, I don't really plan on, I don't plan on breeding her. She's just for educational purposes, no. Um, but it'd still be cool to know.
3: Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure.
2: Um, like I said, I've got the two green tree pythons. I'm just trying to name all the stuff before I get into the venomous. Um, that's the really cool stuff you guys (laughs) guys will find out one day. (laughs) Um, I've got, I've got an emerald, but it's not here right now. It's out on breeding loan. Um, but I've got a really nice high white Northern emerald, um, and crossing my fingers that him and his new girlfriend uh, get to know each other real well. Yeah. Yeah. That'd
1: be sick, man.
2: Oh yeah. And then. Um, hmm. I've got my little leopard gecko and I've got a little Chilean rose here tarantula that I use for education. And then pretty much I've got two Western hog noses. Okay. Uh, yeah. Peter and Piper, my wife's snakes. They're her favorites. Um, poor Piper, he's a, like an old like cataract up Western. <laughs> um, it was yeah. Um the wife loves him. Um it's crazy that that, that hognose snake that, that she's taken care of is the one was one of my was my first snake to to build this collection years back when I was sneaking snakes in my dad's house renting the room from him. So right. that snake, when I bought it, oh god. eight years ago something like that um it's a red phase western hognose snake you guys go ahead and take a guess how much i paid for it
1: okay eight years ago Eight years ago well it kind of depends like it was either a 100 bucks or it was 300 bucks uh it was, it was somewhere in that ballpark but i'm gonna guess because you're looking you got the look that you have i'm gonna guess it was either free or 50 bucks
2: 30 bucks.
1: 30 bucks.
2: Was what the going rate for those red phases were. And if I would have known where the hognose market would have been today, I would have bought that whole clutch. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it goes, man. The hognoses are hognoses are hot right now, dude.
2: Dude, I remember a time when everyone was like, Hognoses will never be to the point of ball pythons. And now it's like, oh, you guys were wrong. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: man, they're they're hot right now in Daytona, man. There were so many tables with, you know, all kinds of hogs and some of them were astronomically priced. But, you know, I've got I've got a pretty
2: it's like I've got I a small
1: group. I've got a small group built up, but I got some I got some heat and um, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. that's my little morph project.
2: Nice. Nice. Sorry. Everyone's a little gay. <laughs>
1: that's funny no they're cool man i got i got some pretty some pretty neat ones they're all they're all small i also have i they're not the only morphs i have though. i have locality morphs of several rat snakes now
2: dude i um, love looking at your locality rat snake posts. like like you're killing it with the locality rats like that's the thing is like locality rats rat snakes and locality king snakes are my jam
1: oh yeah dude I love them, dude. I'm up to eleven yellow types alone. Really? Just yellow what types. I'm up. Did to-
2: you posted those Seminole counties, dude? Listen, like bad. that's a beautiful rat snake.
1: Yeah, bad to the bone, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm up to like eleven different yellow type localities, county specific alone. I'm up to
2: county greenish
1: they're still yellows. They're still yellows.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I I, don't, I I
1: actually, yeah, I have Pender Pender County, North Carolina's.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: I just got those recently. So if you're going to call something a green, then listen, then yeah. uh,
2: I, I could show you some right now from the area that like are like close almost clover green.
1: Yeah. Are, are those the ones that you that your work has?
2: Yeah, uh, some of the babies off of that. That, um, yeah. I mean, do you, like,
1: do you still have any of those?
2: I do. Actually.
1: Asking for a friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sure. just wondering. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I said no before, but um, <clears throat>
2: I will have to. We we held one back since the male's getting old to put on display. Yeah, we'll have to take a picture of Clover because Clover gets its name. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you have, if you but you guys still still have babies?
2: Yeah, we still got a few. We're waiting till spring to go turn them loose. Give them. Oh, a
1: oh you're oh you're turning. Well, them. Since they're local. Mm. You know.
2: Yeah. Just head start them, turn them loose.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Cool. In well, yeah. if you if you want any of them to go to a really good home. Yeah, man. I got you. Me, I got you. I got you. Am I, I might do it. I was I was gonna hold out because I'm like ah oh, you know if I get a South Carolina locality. Kind of wanted to be from here, but yeah, well
2: Yeah. yeah I'll send you some. What's, what's, what's
1: two South Carolina localities?
2: Yeah, you can never have enough rat snakes.
1: No, especially yeah. yellows.
2: Yeah, no. Can't. Yeah. No,
1: there's there's never enough. Um
2: so yeah. um so with with the venomous. Um I've got what are you doing, bud? Sorry, my gecko. Oh, okay. You're starting to shed. My gecko was sticking his head out of his uh, little cave, kind of doing like this and acting weird. And I was like, oh, he's, he's rubbing
0: rebel. Uh,
2: yeah, I was like, are you like... Yeah. Having a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, bud. All right, so... um, Let's see. I've got a little subadult ornate, black-tailed rattlesnake. Yeah. Um, Um, I've got the speckled rattlesnakes right behind me. I've got, um, five, three white phase, a pinkish and then pinkish orange one. Um,
1: do you cohab
2: those? I do do cohab those. Yep. Um, so yep. Uh, typically, um, what I'll do first, if I'm going to cohab something, um, I keep an eye on them for a little while just to make sure nothing happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I add individuals one at a time. Um, And then especially with the females, um, you don't want them to be overbred. And so what I've noticed with these guys um, and the female before I got them, the females with each pair were housed together most of their lives. And unless you initiate a cooling, there's really not a whole lot of breeding activity going on. Um, I cool them this past year, excuse me, uh, they bred, don't think I got them cold enough. Um, but I also think it might've been because the female, at least the one female had a couple babies, like a couple of years prior when my buddy had them. Mm. Um, and so, you know, a lot of these rattlesnake species only reproduce every two to three years. Mm. Um, and so I think that could have been it. Um, like I said, I also might not have gotten cold enough long enough cause I'd, cool them down outside um so i think i'll probably give them a year off um and then next year probably try cooling them down pretty hard
1: yeah um, so you go have all five of them together
2: have all five of them together
1: wow um, sure. i cannot
2: feed all five of them
1: together <laughs> that that was going to be a follow-up question yeah, a bit. I, uh, How that, you that's what those?
2: takes me the longest on venomous feeding day is i have to take each individual out them in a tub with the mouse to eat and then put okay. them back. Um just because not that they're I'm worried about them hurting each other, biting each other, but more so like one trying to, you know, lady in the tramp a rat with the other one. Yeah. You know, Perfect. um yeah. Um I've got a Arizona black rattlesnake. It's actually one of the lightest ones I've ever seen. And of course the one I got never changes color. I was so excited and it changes color. Um, I've got a blue and Solaris. I've Ooh. got a Mexican canteel. He's really cute.
1: Dude. Those are, Oh my God. Like I, those are probably the only not United States venomous that I really, really want. All
2: right, Jake, I'm going to show it to you. Let me, let me cut this. Oh line.
1: man, you go, you go pull them out.
2: I go pull them out, but, uh, He's actually right behind you.
1: There you go. Yeah, bring it, bring us to him. Man, that is so cool.
2: Yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh he's a garbage disposal. He, <laughs> eats, uh, he eats whatever I put in front of him. Oh, looks like he pooped there, bud. I gotta clean that up. Oh, and if you look in his poop, there's one of his things. Oh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually the first one of his fangs I've found. Cool. Um, he's actually really cool. He um great temperament. Like you would think um being in a Kistradon, he'd be all <laughs> but he's really not. He's one of the chillest snakes I have. Um really? very food made very food motivated though. Um but other than that he's just very curious. He's looking around he's looking at you he's like hey you gonna you, you, you gonna feed me today
1: I've heard those things in general are just fucking nut jobs. Uh, yeah, so I've heard bit,
2: it, dude, this yeah. this cantil is like the easiest snake. To, I mean, it's honestly, it's you ever hooked a cotton mouth and you just kind of sit there on the hook and look at you? Rarely oh well. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't you just got bad luck when it comes to a kissster man. like yeah,
3: no
1: um
2: you know a don are known for not riding a hook yeah this guy rides a hook just fine he's I mean he's honestly I got lucky with him he's like super chill
1: that's um, awesome dude yeah
2: yeah um I've got Let's see what else do I have oh this was a gift from a friend of mine. Oops, that's a A
0: sterilite.
1: Sterilite. (laughs) (laughs) Nice stuff.
0: Is that an eyelash? It's a baby eyelash. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: So, this one was born with a little birth defect. You can kind of see her her brow, her lashes on one side didn't like fully form. Um, So, it kind of looks like she's giving you like the squint, like uh, (laughs) that. And so, you know, being uh, looking like a one eyed, venomous snake i had to name it ellie you know from yeah please tell me you know the movie reference bill bill yeah Yeah, there we go there we go all right all right um and then i've got i've got a little lep lep over here um that's been the bane of my existence uh he's great now but uh this thing's only i don't know oh
0: yeah it's like reverse it's weird
2: yeah yeah it's uh... Um, I don't know. It's like eight inches long and it's only three years old. Um, so,
3: oh, geez.
2: so the guy who had it before me got it and couldn't get it eating. And the only thing it would eat would be ground skinks and anoles. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so he would put it into cooling every winter cause it wasn't eating. It'd eat like a few lizards a year. Um, and then finally my buddy was like, Hey, um, you know, I'm tired of catching ground skinks for this thing. Do you want it? I was like, sure, man. Um, and then I ended up having to feed a Knolls for a year until it finally took a pinky for me. Um, and now that it's eating pinkies, it's like doubled in size from when I got it. And I'm just like, maybe you will grow. Um, <laughs> I'm curious to see if it does get full size or if its growth is going to be a little stunted. Yeah. Um, but I don't really plan on breeding it. I just have it because it's cool. I mean Yeah, they're it's, awesome. It's a Tamaleepin uh, oh, locality. Yeah. It's like that steely blue gray. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah,
0: that's another one, all- man. If I like any of the, the rock stuff, be it clubs or lips or you know, just
2: rock rattlers just can't are, go wrong. They're one of my favorites. Um
1: I, I'm I'm right there with you for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um let's see. I've got and then I think the only other real things I have are the two big rattlers. I've got the the batwing hybrid um, and then I've got uh, an eastern diamondback and they're both about 12 years old. Wow.
1: So for anybody who doesn't know what is what is the batwing?
2: Uh the batwing is a cross or a hybrid between the uh, eastern diamondback and the canebrake rattlesnake, so Crotalus adamantius uh, crossed with uh, Crotalus horridus, mm-hmm. um, and it does actually occur naturally on.
0: Atrocadatus, it's real. Yeah. It's ag- yeah. no, it agreed. 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 That's a shirt that's not on the website. I need. I, I
1: really want one. I really want one it of those.
0: Atrocadatus, I want to believe. Just gotta, just
1: can you? Can you make me one?
0: I need to put it on the. Yeah, I'll put it on the website and I'll, I'll get one made. Yeah, thank you
2: but yeah it's they funny. um they're pretty cool i um i i love the diamondbacks man i um so uh actually i do a lot of conservation work outside of work with a couple different organizations and uh, the main one i actually do a lot of my work with uh outside of work outside of my day my nine to five job uh are these guys right here uh the mm-hmm. amphibian and reptile conservancy yeah um and so they do great work um they they i mean i've I'm very grateful that I met up with these guys and I've been able to be a part of that organization for as long as I have, um, I've been, you know, helping them volunteering with them doing volunteer conservation work for, Oh God, going on, going on like five years now, six years, um, since like 2017, I think 2018, somewhere around there. It's like five years. Um, and they do great work. Uh, they're, they're, their project that kind of started them out actually was the radio telemetry uh for the small isolated population of Eastern Diamondbacks in the Francis Marion. Okay. Um, and so, you know, being being that Eastern Diamondbacks are such an iconic species for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was like, Yeah, I'd love to help conserve them, you know, help help protect this species and and work towards conservation with them. And so I got in on that and got to help them, you know do radio telemetry, take genetic samples. Um, what was really cool is getting to, to rip, to weigh the female while she's gravid and then go back, you know, a week later after she's given birth, collect the babies, take them back, take blood samples, take weights. Um, and just, just getting to see that that wild Eastern diamondback giving birth in a population that's so decimated it's right. she's a little 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 ray of hope you know in a, <laughs> a, in an otherwise dark area of this of this forest you know i mean it 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 gave it gives you a little bit of hope that hey hey you know what they, these guys might actually be around after i'm gone yeah. uh and so doing a lot of work with them um spotted turtle surveys go for fog work um and they're, um, they're based out of mostly the southeast, but out west as well. They have some, some ARC members out west working with some of the uh, the other species out there, like the oak toads in Texas. And I, I think they're doing work with he, with uh, heloderms as well. Um, and they do great work. Um, so if you guys are ever interested in checking them out, you can go to... i got to do my shameless plug. <laughs> you can go to ARC, uh, ARCprotects.org. And, uh, they've got they've got also great apparel like these hats and uh, all the donations it's a 5013c so all the pr- all the purchases uh, go towards conservation for the animals um, and it's a great organization to get involved with too to help with uh, conservation in the local area and I help them with a lot of their outreach events too
1: that that's I've been really yeah.
0: awesome man yeah I've been so what I've, I've I've had sort of a idea and not really knowing where to start with it i've been meaning to ask tony about it but um like a herpetological survey of ladies island here
2: oh dude that'd be awesome
0: because i'm i'm very convinced that there's there's a handful of species that are extirpated from from the island like they don't they're not here yeah but it's not exactly a, a herpetal hotspot. um I don't know why you
2: haven't put a drift fence in your backyard for cover boards for corals.
0: Most of the time, and having to dig the holes and yes, i, I, was, I was, thought about it, about it. Out of my parents' house, especially. Yeah. Out of my parents' house for sure. Yeah, I've thought about it. Um, I don't know that I'd really, really find much in my backyard, but I'd probably catch a bunch of moles. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I've been I've been wanting to ask. Tony, about I don't know what's required as far as setting that up, or if there has to be like a, a legitimate reason to do one. Um or if it's something that could even just be done, you know, by myself or, or something else. But yeah, it's um you know, there's, there's I, stuff that I just don't think is on the island, you know, it's it's not here.
2: If you go back and look at uh county records, it'd be it'd be really neat to compare the old county records. And then over the course of, and as you know, most studies are, are multi-year studies, like a good study runs 10 years or more. Um, but man, even, even just doing a five-year herpetological study out there and just basically cataloging what you find and comparing it to old notes for the, or old, um, old sightings for the area. Right. Right. I mean, it's fun. You're herping. (laughs) <laughs> you know
0: yeah and i mean like yeah, there's you know dor's like there's uh, you know an example being oh, like, gosh, pygmy rattlers. like we don't have, today yeah we don't have i've never seen a dor pygmy out here and that's what makes me think that they're just not out here um because having been here for going on 20 years i would think that in that span of time you would see a dor pygmy
2: it's okay. you know, just, I do not as good at finding pygmies as me
0: and Jake. Uh, <laughs> Jake gets out more than I do. so
1: I do. I do. But see, that is the thing, though, is I know where to find pygmies in our area, and it's not in this county. Um, I think there's certain, not necessarily lines they don't cross, but there is areas that you just don't see them. But with that said, when I was a kid, I had a buddy that swears up and down he saw a pygmy, you know, back in, you know, where I grew up, which is, you know, the backwoods of Wisconsin. Buford. No. Said where I grew up, not where I was born. You turd. Um, but I, I grew up on the north side of Buford, you know, there's it's just land, you know, a lot north of bit, big lots. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time, like what's Sorry. Um, but um, he swears he saw one. I never saw it. I've never seen a DOR out there. Um, but I have found them over in I guess I'm not going to
0: mention where just to be safe.
1: Um, but not like, far from here, but
0: <laughs> those and pituophis. I found one pine snake on Ladies Island. So, I know somebody has found one
1: on St. Helena. So it's like I know they're there Weird. and I know
0: some people have there's been sightings of diamondbacks on Ladies Island here. Um y'all are in a great area to find know.
2: Diamondbacks Like I'm, yeah. I'm a little yeah. I'm a little jealous cuz like here I mean unless you're radio tracking them you're not going to find the diamondbacks.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the only way I found them. Yeah. Was radio tracking out on one of the I
2: buildings. had to go down to Beaufort in y'all's area to find my first lifer. Uh, that was non-radio tracked. Yeah, yeah.
0: But even like, even mouths. I've never seen a cottonmouth on on Lady's Island here. Um, what? Yeah, man. Like Nerodia, no problem. Seen plenty of bandits. Is that um, that blows my mind. Yeah, that's what seen I'm seen saying, it? man. There's some species that yeah. that should, on paper, be prevalent and should should exist, but because they're prevalent,
1: very prevalent everywhere else.
0: Yeah, country. yeah. I know. That's what's that's what's so weird. That's why I'm I'm really as far as figuring out how to get some sort of like official survey to figure out what exactly is is happening, you know, would be be nice. Yeah.
1: Sounds like we need to do some pond hopping around you and uh, find us a cottonmouth on Lady Island.
0: No shortage of copperheads. No shortage of racers. Corn snakes seem to be fairly healthy, even though I don't see those hardly really at all anymore. Yellow rats. There's plenty.
1: I think the Uh, corn population on the island is healthier than anywhere else personally, because I, I found corns obviously, but North side it's, it was rare. Um, well, I say that my mom found one at their old house Mm -hmm. a year or two ago, thereabouts before they moved across the field.
0: I haven't seen an Um, Eastern hog in a, in a hot minute. So, I just
2: have to ask what, what what species are you guys still missing for your South Carolina lifer list?
1: Unfortunately, it's, it's pretty long. Well, I mean, for South Carolina lifers, I need Eastern Diamondbacks found naturally, I need Coach Whips, um, Pituophis or Pine Snakes, um, Queen Snakes rainbow snakes
0: i feel like rain the rainbow is like on everyone's list so it's like the, the unicorn of of south carolina natives yeah
2: rainbows are common they're just elusive
1: they're like mud snakes you know like they're okay. not
2: like on the white, right weather condition like you guys should come out herping with me down here in the summer, on a on a rainy night, I could probably get you a mud snake, black swamp snake, and glossy crayfish snake all in one pass. Like it's a well.
1: Yeah. Tell me when to be there, and I will be there because yeah. I just just tell me when. I'll drive. I don't.
2: Jake J- J- will put you on it, dude. I've got. I'm not the one saying I'll put him on it. He say he's gonna put me on it. So yeah, man, I got you, Um Smitty. I will kill you. <laughs> I, I, was, I actually found a. I found a DOR rainbow snake today. I've got You're it for so, you. I've, I've, I've seen
0: one DOR... live rainbow snake in my life. And I was like,
2: I've so... only seen I've only found one live one. Um, and that was year before last, but I found two DORs this year of rainbow snakes.
1: I think I have a spot where they would pop. Um, so what what's the What's the key to those? Is it oh, man. Um, so, like heavy rain? Like you go out while it's raining, type of thing.
2: Rainbows, well, flooding. I'm gonna tell you. So in the winter time, bright sunny days, this time of year in the 60s, around rivers that contain them. That's the mm-hmm. key thing. Is they've got to be in those river systems.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, they they eat eels, so there's got to be eels. Um, mm-hmm. Sunny mid to high 60s in the winter time. Sometimes you can catch them coming out to bask, or or um, the other time is typically I find the best time to find Aprils is to, uh, sorry to find rainbows is uh, around April, March and April, mm-hmm. um, kind of when it's still that cool spring weather, but it's starting to get up into the 70s in the afternoons. Yeah, um, nice kind of sunny days. Um, and the, the next best thing is if you know, rivers that have them shining for them, man. Okay. Yeah. Go out at night and shine for them. Um, just walk those riverbanks and shine. Um, they really like a lot of structure, a lot of, a lot of grassy vegetation, a lot of root cover, um, rocks are always a plus. Oh Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and your your neck of the woods is really good for that. Ours down here, it's not as good because it's we have rivers, obviously, but most of them are salt. All of them are salt until you get into the. Hey north man, I know it.
2: a rainbow. I'm someone who found a rainbow snake either last year or the year before, and I've seen multiple posted and shit texted to me that were found in brackish water in Myrtle Beach.
1: So yeah, that's gonna that's all we have here as far as like moving. Water, we have brackish, and I have one spot that goes along brackish water, but it's only a small section of this road that I cruise, and that's exactly where I've been hoping to find them. I find a lot of Nerodia out there, I find a lot of cottonmouths out there. I haven't found any anything like that, but it's my spot that I've been wait, just waiting for that rainbow to pop up.
2: I think I've Um, got, oh god, I mean it's a little bit of driving, but I mean I've probably got about six or seven rainbow spots that could potentially produce that have produced, not necessarily for me. Um, And like pretty much when it's the right time of year, like I said, um, I should have, if I didn't have other, if I didn't have to drop some stuff off after work, I probably would have hit one of my spots this afternoon after seeing that DOR right. But yeah, I mean, when it's good, you get a couple weeks of it being good. I'm pretty much every day after work, just spending the afternoon until dark, just looking for rainbows. And then I'm lucky if I find one. Um, so yeah, you got to put the. That's the one thing about looking for those species that are so elusive like that is, is once you figure out the habitat, yeah, uh, figure out the patterns of the animal, you got to put the work in and look.
0: Playing it's, the odds, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, at that point, you're you're in the area. You're, you're, you know, you're in the right habitat. You're, you, you know, the food, food sources there, you know, they're there. You just got to put the hours in, man.
1: Sounds like I need to come spend a weekend with you and put in some serious, some serious footwork.
2: Yeah, man. I have a, I have a group of buddies of mine that come down, um, every April and they go with me and I take them out around the forest and, um, three years ago, I think somewhere around three years ago was one of our best days yet. And then one day we found 17 species of snakes. Wow. It was wild. I'll that's never impressive. beat that. Day.
1: Um, no, That's, that's really impressive. Yeah.
2: It was, uh, it was actually two of the guys first time coming down herping with me. And they were just like, Oh my God.
3: Spoiled. <laughs> this
2: amazing. And they came back the next year and they were like, we found like, I still think we found like something like 12 species, but they that's were like,
3: crazy, man.
2: they were just like, it was great, but like nothing's gonna beat that first. Year. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, y'all got it good that first yeah. year. Like, that's one of my best harping days. And it just so happened to be with y'all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's my record is 17 species in a day.
1: That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. I still need to I need to go to the northern part of South Carolina and find um mole king snakes.
2: Um, I've got a buddy that's got some spots. I'm, I just need to drive up there and look.
1: Um, yeah, I had a I had a buddy that I actually went to college with. He's from Pageland, South Carolina, which is way up way up north. And, that's where we uh,
0: get our uh, kazoos molded. Pageland?
1: Yep. Really? That's <laughs> where our molder is. <laughs> that's funny. But he was from there, and he was doing his internship for school. And he sent me this picture, and he was like, Hey, man, what kind of snake is this? I've never seen it before. And as soon as I saw it I was like you son of a bitch. <laughs> like cuz I zoomed in and I was like oh my god it's a freaking mole king. I can't believe it. So
2: so I'm missing eight species in South Carolina. I'm missing green florida green water snake, um coral snake, uh, mole funny. king snake, southern hognose snake,
3: uh,
2: eastern milk snake. Queen snake, smooth earth snake.
1: I found. I don't remember if it was. So here we have smooth and rough yeah. snakes, right? Yeah, I can't remember which one yeah, I found. Not in my area but
2: was
0: right it smooth or was it rough?
1: Well, it was. In, it was actually in Georgetown that I found it.
2: Um, actually, um, it's funny you say that. So there is some records of smooths that area, um, but only on one spot that I know of more than likely you found a rough.
1: Yeah. I think, it, I think it was a rough based on the research I did. Cause I can't, I honestly like those, those micro species. I always do have a hard time like differentiating. Let me see. I actually have a picture right here. I don't know if you can make that out at all. That's, yeah, that's a, oh, that's, that's a rough. That's a
2: rough. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I figured as much. Um, but yeah so then i need i need smooths as well
2: so you guys are gonna laugh when i tell you what my last species is i'm missing oh god what is it i've never seen a decay's brown snake
1: dude what
2: i'm so they're not here where oh. I'm, they're uh i'd have to go like into like goose creek area and all like in the francis marion it's all it's all red bellies
1: it's there's, funny. There's, it's funny you bring that up because literally a picture. I yeah,
2: got. dude, I've never found <laughs> it the case. Like it's it's one that that just eludes me, man.
1: Yeah, man. So you've got you've got mud snakes crossed off.
2: I've got mud snakes crossed off, rainbow snake. Um, I've got pine snake, coach whip. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm just like, like I said, I'm missing those eight. That's
1: pretty, that's pretty great. solid, man. That That's that's real solid trying to think i know there's another time i found simus would be at
0: at probably the top of my list yeah simus is right
2: like i um so that's one of the species that arc actually works closely with and Mm -hmm. monitors and i've helped on the surveys looking for them and i'm in the right areas when i'm doing it to look for it um i've got a buddy of mine and i literally did like six passes on this road looking for him coming back he does one pass, passes me, comes back and goes, hey, look what I found. I've got a Simus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, not only did he find a Simus, he cruised a Simus and a pine snake on that pass. And wow. I was like, I didn't see anything all day. I was out it's so there. Is weird
0: play. how that, how that happens?
2: Six it's or seven so passes.
0: Strange.
2: So if,
1: if I found a Scarlet King in Florida, does that count to cross no. it off in South Carolina? Oh,
2: no, you gotta yeah. find, that that counts as your lifer, but not your South Carolina. Life.
0: Yeah, so scarlets are, are in my the top three too. I always yeah. want to find scarlets, but I've never found a scarlet, and that's another one that I I I'm convinced is just not.
2: You guys just not out, out here I, me in April.
1: I found I found scarlet snakes. I found plenty of those, but oh, yeah, not not sure. scarlet kings. Yeah, just never just, never in South Carolina, in
2: April. Man, I'll I'll I probably I. I can do my best to get you a Scarlet King. The last two groups that came out with me, we got them a Scarlet King.
0: Where were you finding them, though? Huh? Where were you finding them?
2: Like, cover-wise or area or what?
0: Yeah, cover-wise.
2: Under Pine Bar. The last two. Why does everyone...
0: Everyone says that, and I have peeled what feels like miles <laughs> of pine trees
2: so, so the other
0: I'm thing is I so
2: many pines I, I feel like with me it's a lie. I don't just go rip pine bark off of trees like I do pull pieces up that like I can like place back down just to keep the minimized habitat destruction um you know it's one thing if there's a million pine trees down if you peel some bark off a few it's not going to hurt anything but I always try to make sure I lift it up in like a sheet that I can put back down. I will
0: skin every dead pine alive.
2: <laughs> you, you know, Justin, it's the bad karma. That's where you're not finding them, man.
0: Uh, so I, see, my thing is, is like lifers and stuff like that, like I'm I'm bound and determined to find as many species I, I you know, found on them. the island as possible. And I just, there's again, I have a list now of, of species where so I'm like, they're just not on the island. I'm looking for something that just ain't here.
2: It could very well be. Um, I mean, like I said, we don't, there's, there's not the brown snakes in this general area. Like I've got to actually drive out a little bit to find one of the most common snakes in the Southeast. <laughs> and anywhere. I, I honestly, I just need to get off work one day, drive into town and ask the old people if I can go flip their yard gnomes like, hey, y'all mind if I flip your yard ornaments?
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Free snakes. It's snake not people. weird and it's not like a sexual thing. I'm just looking for snakes. <laughs> so do you want to see the craziest
1: red belly water snake you'll ever see in your life?
2: I I absolutely do.
1: I did not catch the snake, but I took a picture just to document that it existed.
0: So you could go to the bar and tell all the floozies he did, in fact, catch it. Mm, look at this red belly I caught. It's wild.
2: Oh my God, that might be the reddest. It's not a red, red
0: belly. belly. It's just a red water snake. Red,
2: red. Like I've seen them red, but I've never seen them that red.
1: Like, yeah, uh, it looked. It looked like. Um, like it it looked, like looked like a Clark egg like compressicata. like yeah. one of something just insane, dude. You know, like that's why I said I was like, I'm not gonna be able to catch oh, this thing. Because hold it's gonna on, us. I've so got to
2: run and grab my charger for the uh, laptop real quick.
1: Very good, man. Oh, man, this is making me want to get out and hurt.
0: I mean, there's nothing stopping you. If anything, the cold makes it easier.
1: The cold does not make it easier.
0: Because they can't move as fast. (laughs) They can't get away from you as quickly.
1: That's logic. Now
0: is the time to catch racers, because the racers are like, what are you doing to me? Yeah,
1: if you want to catch a bunch of freaking racers, which I know you don't. You don't even try for those anymore.
0: I mean, uh, if I flip one, I'll you know I'll tail them and pester them for a few minutes, and then but you know let them go along their way. <laughs> pester them for a few minutes. You no, know? I mean, like you don't yeah. get to be a racer and not get pestered for a few minutes at least. Oh, yeah,
1: very oh. true. Very true. <laughs> I still try and catch them every time.
2: Do you guys also struggle with finding free outlets in your reptile room to plug stuff
0: in? I just have like a no, million because, power
1: strips. No, my my room has an ungodly amount of outlets, which is crazy.
2: I have so many power strips, man. I like <laughs> it's like I'm just like, what day is gonna be the day I trip a breaker?
1: Yep, <laughs> I did that. And so when I was before I moved here, I was in my parents house and I I kept tripping the room that I was in. Like it kept just like I would walk in and all the lights are off the fans off. I'm like the fan never goes off. Like, what is what is this? And Sure enough, trip the breaker. So that was great. But now since I run ambient in here, I have way less electronics running. My heater's running and then. One thermostat is running on a stack of cages. Got a timer for lights, and then a one power strip with a bunch of heat
0: pads on it.
1: Nerd. Yeah, well, shut up, Chondro boy.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Justin, I came across the first the first picture you and I have together.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: That was a long time. Damn, boy, time. I was thin.
1: Yeah, boy, you look, you look kind what of buff. What happened? I oh, don't know. That was 2019. That should have been before 2019.
0: It had to be before 2019.
1: Yeah, that date's wrong. Oh, uh, but that it's January 2019. It was January 2019 because we met. That me.
0: was your, your blood phase.
2: What What year did you uh, graduate from? Our, or I mean, I know I didn't graduate from college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not not necessarily by choice. Um, Maybe some choice decisions, but you know,
1: that school didn't give you many reasons to stay. Let's be honest.
2: We we got drunk and played cornhole in the parking lot. I mean, you know, uh, it it. I don't get me wrong. I did learn a lot. I enjoyed the experience. Um, You know, I I I unfortunately failed a class and couldn't get the funding to continue to go because I'm poor
1: um i almost failed uh what was it the last i think it was
2: it was one of clark's classes wasn't it of
1: course it was one of clark's classes <laughs> um that was it was like the last class of like it was, was like the big one? one it was like management huh
2: oh yeah that's the i failed that one by one point that man would not give me one point i was like oh
1: no, no i believe it yeah, he wouldn't
2: give me one point and I failed that class, and that caused me not to be able to graduate from college and get my degree because of that asshole. Yeah. Clark was a fat, dickhead douchebag. Like, <laughs> I, like, legit like, couldn't stand the man.
1: No, um, dude. Uh, he was he, for some reason, like he, he always liked to tease me, so like, he never took it, he didn't take it easy very, on anybody. Yeah, no, for some reason, he liked me, he always worked with me. And uh, the only reason I passed that class... He gave class,
0: Jake that extra point. <laughs> yeah, right. The point that he didn't give you? <laughs> yeah, man.
1: No, I, so what was
0: I... It's supposed to go to they, someone else, but I'm going to give it to you. So
1: what I did in that class, like the first half, I kept up with all my lab work, all the extracurricular shit. Pretty much got all A's on that. But I completely bombed the two, the first two tests. I mean, Horribly and clark came up to me he's like just so you know you're still passing this class because of your labs he's like but these tests are worth each test is worth 25 like you know these these mean a lot he's like you really need to pull it out because if you fail these next two you're done like you're not well, going to graduate
2: management book you had to write at the very end of it
1: no oh, yeah i still have it somewhere well, so all 300 pages
2: yes so we were writing the management book and we completely, I don't know what was going on, probably a little too much to drink at the time, you know, being, you know, in college. Yeah, especially
1: um, that college.
2: And we lost a whole entire year of the book, like the week of that we're supposed to turn it in. And we literally stayed, they left the, 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 the lab room unlocked for us and stayed two nights in a row overnight, didn't, sleep in the parking lot, for like naps and just crunch timed it got it done and that bastard still wouldn't give me that one point
1: dude that because that that book was worth like a huge portion of your grade like it was
2: it was like something bad. yeah it, yeah um and well the, like i crushed it and he wouldn't give me that one point, man. I was like, come on, dude. Like yeah. it's, it's one point, man.
1: I definitely like, cause you know how you had to basically for anybody listening, sorry, we're babbling about college a little bit, but you know, graduate, you know, fellow, fellow college guys, you know, uh, at least at this college, very unique school to say the least. Yes. Yes. And uh, but basically we had to uh, do a tree survey on this really large tract of land you had to mark every tree, measure every tree, you know, all this stuff. Then you had to write a whole management plan. And so I don't I don't know how y'all did it, but we had a partner for actual like measuring yeah. up the trees. Um, and then you weren't supposed to like work together on the actual management part. Well, oh, pretty, the whole time. Yeah. yeah, pretty much all of us were like, yeah, fuck that. Like we're all working together, like, yeah. you know, so me and my buddy Did our entire books together and like it was good i think we each got like an 80 on it or something like it turned out really well like i said it was like 300 pages you
2: had to make at least like what was it like a a, at least an 80 like anything under an 80 or something wouldn't it was a weird scoring when i was there
1: it was something like that yeah yeah
2: and dude
1: it I busted, was hard, man.
2: I busted my ass for that class, and that man still still failed me.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I managed to one. His only note, like he had certain things that he didn't like, but his biggest thing was like, I really wish you and Mosley woulda woulda done things, you know, a little bit more different from each other, you know. So I'm taking points off for that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, if that's all you got to say, I'll I'll take it. But somehow I managed to I the last two tests I actually studied. And uh, I managed to get like an 89 on one of them, and like a 95 on the last test. And
2: I was like, "Yes, oh, man. so like <laughs> I'm gonna graduate."
1: But that was that class was the reason I lost my scholarship, though, because I was supposed to maintain a 3.0 every semester
2: that's why and i I had
1: one yeah i had one every single semester until then i got like a 2.8 or something
2: i think i got a 2.2.7 2.8 because of that class lost my scholarship couldn't afford to keep going because you know i'm poor and uh yeah um yeah
1: no uh, my my dad likes to remind me that uh he's still paying for that
2: no, I paid all mine. I always remind my parents that, unlike my sister, I didn't put them in debt. Uh.
1: Yeah. No, and see, that's the thing. They didn't have to pay for all of my school, you know, because my dad told me, I you know—I hate to sound like a spoiled kid, but, yeah, my, my parents did pay for my college. And, uh, but they told me, they were like, you know, college is your work now. We're not going to make you work. We're going to pay for your college, but you're going to do well, and you're going to pass or it's your, your ass. And I was like, okay, like, I guess, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he still reminds me, he's like, yeah, but college I'm still paying for, you know? And I was like, I almost, I almost got it.
2: Dude. I yeah. was like <laughs> literally like two, I was like that class. And then like an English and a math away from graduating Yeah, and lost the funding. And I was like, I had like three or four more classes and only one, only one was an elective. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. L- luckily I passed. I passed all my classes enough to graduate, you know, not to keep my scholarship, but to graduate. Yes, so that was that that was a perk. I got I graduated in twenty sixteen. Nice. That was when I when I got it.
0: So,
2: you guys, uh, you guys want to see something really cool? Always. All right, hold on one sec.
0: I graduated from the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, go. so. I've got to put this on and play this. So this is that lightning effect I set up. I'm not going to turn the mister on because I don't want to like overwater this thing.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get him going.
1: Don't you hate commercials? I to say, it sounds like thunder to me.
0: <laughs> no, you, you're not going to laugh at that joke at all? Is that just going to go right over your head? What, with the skull of hard knocks? You didn't want to turn the mister on. Mr. Who? Oh, I didn't even hear you <laughs> say. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hilarious.
1: Oh, dude, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, that's is that. The is that a wags?
2: Uh, no. So, uh, <laughs> my adult wag, uh, rolled on me. I tried to transfer it to this enclosure after keeping it in a tub it was doing great a week after transferring into this it just rolled on me and i honestly think it was just the stress of upgrading to a bigger enclosure yeah
0: um like a species where once you kind of got them set into where they're they're doing fine you don't want to change that at all
2: like you know, I know there's a bunch of people that, you know, oh, I don't do racks or oh, I don't do this or that. But some of those species, man, just want to be kept in a tiny little box and not messed with. Like that wag, I guarantee you, if I'd have kept it in the tub and kept doing what I was doing, it would have done fine. Um, and I think I just stressed it out, just moving it, just moving it from one tub into this bigger enclosure. And uh, yeah. Um, I still have the baby. The baby's still doing good for oh, me. Oh yeah. Um the baby wag has been eating cricket frogs. It just took another pinky head for me. I'm trying to wean it off. Um it was uh kind of one of those deals where a buddy of mine was like, Hey, my import had a bunch of babies, come get a baby. I don't want to feed these things. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, sure.
1: Well, <laughs> if, if you're gonna pull my
2: leg. If you're gonna pull my leg. Um, you know, but Yeah. Um, Oh, and I do have some variable bush vipers. I forgot to mention
0: squams. Squams.
2: Um, Honestly, though, out of all the bush viper complex, like I really like, really like the clarecus.
1: Those are cool, man.
2: Yeah, Um, they're really cool. I had one a while back. Uh, I really like the clarecus. Don't get me wrong, squams are super cool. Super cute little guys, uh, but just something about the Claricus, man. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, man. How's the um,
0: uh, How's the Insularis? Those seem like fun.
2: Um. Yeah. So they pretty much sit there until they don't. <laughs> um, you know, um, they're uh, very much a like zero to a hundred snake. They're gonna sit there until they're fed up with it, and then they're gonna shoot off.
3: Yeah. Um, bolt.
2: The plus side about it is that, you know, them being arboreal, they, they hit a solid floor and they're not. They don't know them. what to do. They don't know what to do. They're just like, oh, oh, God. Um, I don't know. The they're my hands. And on hooks, they can move really quick. Uh, but like I said, they, they hit the ground and they're just like, like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they could still move, but they're, they're nowhere near as fast as they are. Mm-hmm branches much
0: less graceful
2: yes yes i really
0: um, want some panisius those would be fun
2: i almost had a chance to get some high yellows uh, mm. um i should have i didn't um but yeah the panisius are, are are beautiful but they're not i mean they they're they're partially arboreal but they're not super arboreal um they they do like the ground a lot
0: the size difference in those cracks me up too between the males and the females cuz the males Oh males. yeah,
2: dimorphism is insane. It's like <laughs> he likes him some big girls. <laughs> um but yeah, man, they're they're cool. Um I'll show you this cage behind me. I don't think
0: you guys have seen that too much.
2: I oh, don't know.
0: yeah, I wanted to ask about that background and how like what you what you did to make that cause it looks fucking phenomenal.
2: Um, so what I did was I actually got foam board, foam insulation board. Mm-hmm. and so I did a solid piece on the uh, on the back, and then I got uh, I did gorilla glue, and i when i I got other foam board pieces and cut and carved for the ledges and stacked them um okay almost like a slate wall yeah um, and then i just glued the whole time with gorilla glue as i went along and then went back afterwards used a dremel kind of shaped them out a little bit um and then just dry lock over it um a few coats of dry lock and then a uh, little bit of uh watered down um animal safe acrylic um just for giving it that little bit more depth look yeah Yep.
0: nice and do you do you find the the specs actually spend any time? Oh dude, on there's
2: that? I mean I don't know if you can see him up there.
0: Oh yeah. Didn't even notice him.
2: Yep. Uh they crawl all over it. They love the rock wall. Um I did the same ledge type setup, a little bit different color here in. uh Mhm. Yeah, I of uh, see that set up. And so I did that rock wall for the little uh ornate blacktail. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he I mean he's he's in the he's in the crack over here right now. Um so yeah, they they spend a tremendous amount of time climbing that wall uh going up in those cracks. Um they make full use of it. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm always a I'm a big proponent of if you're if you're going to do a big bioactive Make use of the background because um, you can you you can really add a lot of a lot of extra um, a lot of extra space, a lot of extra area for them to explore um, and gives them a little bit extra exercise. You know, yeah. I mean, you try climbing a rock wall every day. You can be, be pretty fit.
0: <laughs> That's how I have my physique.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rock walls in the low country, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. I just haven't made the the time or dedication to actually do a, a good background like that. But those yeah, those that's kind
0: really cool. of only been my my reservation is just the time and patience. Well, actually, to I will it.
2: say that building that one back there, and that's a four by two by two, mm-hmm. um, and building that one took. Just, and you know, just doing it after work, what took the longest was the cutting and gluing individual pieces. Yeah um, and then the carving. I mean, to build that, it probably took me and this is with me just casually doing it with right. like 30 minutes here and there in the afternoon, probably a couple months. Jeez. Uh had the big enclosure in the kitchen with everything laid out. No kitchen table and the wife's just like, "When are you going to move your shit? <laughs> when I'm done with it." <laughs> when I'm finished. Uh it was funny because she, she was the whole time she's like, Gabe, I I need I need the kitchen table back." And then when I finished it, she came in there and she was like, "Oh yeah. It was it was definitely worth the 2 months without a kitchen table." That was <laughs> damn awesome. right. I was like, you're damn right it was. Yeah.
3: It's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> no,
2: but she she was like, man, it." she was like, oh, my God. She goes, I didn't realize it was going to turn out looking like that based off of what you were working on in the kitchen. I didn't know what you were making. But, yeah, it's it awesome turned out guy. pretty
0: good. Yeah, that's it's similar to when I was doing the dart frog tanks and stuff. I remember Doug was like, why does it look like that? And when are you going to be done? Because it would be in the, in the kitchen or something on the island. You know, was some spray foaming and stuff, and I'd be like, it'll make sense. Just
1: give it time. <laughs> I rem- be- I remember that. You're yeah. Having him on the island in there, all these exoterras
0: and stuff. Dude, dude. I, I miss uh, darts so bad, dude. I miss darts real I, I, bad.
2: Why'd you Why'd you get out of darts, man?
0: Mostly space. Yeah, I get that. It was taken. Uh, I had like the the tanks and stuff in the in the snake room where we're taking up a very, probably a half of a whole wall, which in that room is, is a pretty ch- good chunk of real estate. So unfortunately I, I gave him to, to Ryan Reed and he was pretty much like, anytime you want to get back into them, let me know and I'll, you know, I, I'll, I'll have offspring and stuff. So just got to have the space to do it. Cause I just, I do miss having them around. Like those were, those were so much fun. You know, they were everything I, I expected them to be. And, it was uh they're great i I I just
2: i just don't know that i could deal with all the fruit flies man like i mean
0: it is challenging like having a consistent supply of them and making sure you're you always have some on hand like the timing of the cultures and things like that like that is the most difficult part about it i think um you know other than that if you can get those sort of rocking and rolling and and keep them keep them going they're, you know it's not bad but if you have some cultures crash and you have to order some on the fly and like you know then it's kind of stressful but they're not that bad
2: yeah i know um that that's one thing i miss is is keeping tree frogs mm-hmm. man i um i've kept several different species over the years and um i just i'm trying to get away from stuff that eats insects <laughs> Just because, yeah. like, it's a pain in the butt, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go get crickets, and 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 I breed some uh hissing cockroaches and deathhead cockroaches at work, and I grab some of those on occasion to feed the little leopard gecko here. And I'm just like, you better be happy that I'm attached to you because you and the tarantula are the only two things I have left that eat insects. Like
0: snakes, snakes spoil you, man.
2: They really do. They do. like I'm always you know looking at you Know cool lizards and stuff, and I'm yeah, always, yeah. like, yeah. not doing it, not, not, nope, nope. I like There's being able to feed chicks and rats and mice and stuff that I can freeze and put in the deep freezer. And,
1: yep, and I'll only have to feed them once every week to two, three weeks,
2: exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's not to love? Uh, you know, I, I've got two dogs for the high maintenance stuff, <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure, man. Well, um, as we come to a close, you know my my final question for you is being the you know being a venomous keeper, you know you have quite a quite a few animals. What would be your biggest piece of advice to somebody looking into getting into venomous?
2: If you can get a mentor who actually a responsible mentor,
1: a Key real keyword Key there.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, um. If your mentor is gonna free handle a bunch of stuff for for likes on Instagram, don't don't go to that mentor. Um. But if you can get a responsible mentor, I highly recommend it. Um. Always wear closed toed shoes when you're in the room if you have venomous. Um. Don't free handle. It's not worth it. Those I bills know. are expensive.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you got the YouTube views, those will pay for that no problem. <sighs>
2: yeah yeah I, I guess yeah no don't do it it's not worth it yeah. uh, not worth the risk um make sure you have a bite protocol and that, make that sure. was
1: another question i was gonna ask but i didn't i didn't really want to ask it in case you didn't
2: uh, uh so no, I, have, yeah, I, my, I don't have it in my room right now like a dummy because i'm in i have to revise it uh, um okay. but um i my wife knows like hey if yeah. this 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 and this happens um so not a lot of people know this, but I took my one and only venomous bite earlier this year um, from the Arizona black rattlesnake. Um, I was in a rush and I always use a hook to open the enclosures and like a dummy, I was like, oh, I'm just going to pull the latch open and sling it open real quick. And, you know, then I can hook the snake out and snake wasn't where it normally was, was in a rush. Take your time. Don't be in a rush. It's not worth it. Just just take that couple extra seconds to do it right. Um luckily for me it wasn't a bad bite. Um most expensive.
0: I mean fortunately there's there's a lot worse things to get hit by.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um
1: was it dry or were you actually Oh, no,
2: it was a wet bite. Um it was yeah. one fang in the hand. Um found out so you should definitely re- research on what the toxicity and the venom types of your animal is. Uh, For me, the venom composition varies on Arizona blacks from range to range. Um, And so I didn't know exactly which mountain range this guy was from. So I was like, it doesn't hurt. That's not good. It's not neurotoxic. Um, And so I went to the hospital. Yeah. And uh, anyways, so I get in there, um, hands swole up forearm starting to swell a little bit still no pain so i'm like "Eh," you know um get blood tests back we're good turns out it was mostly cytotoxic so we're we're good um but uh no anti-venom uh didn't want to take anti-venom unless absolutely necessary monitored my my coagulation factor my blood pressure all that good stuff um and then uh venom toxicologist um doctor i know once it got to around my shoulder, he was like, all right, you, you should probably go ahead and at least get one vial. And I'm like, all right. And that's when I found out Gabe's <laughs> allergic to Crowfab. <laughs> you're, allergic,
1: you're allergic to Crowfab?
2: Allergic to fab. which honestly, though, I'm glad oh. I found out in this situation. Yeah. Horses, like a bad, bad bite. Are you
0: allergic to horses, though, outside of that?
2: No, no I grew up on a horse farm. That's weird. Um, But they don't, it's not horses, it's uh, sheep.
0: Oh, is it cheap serum? Okay. Yep. I and, mean, even uh, then, if
2: you're,
0: it's not, I don't know.
2: So. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's better to find out in a situation like that. Um, so that's another thing is be aware of your allergies. If you are allergic to a lot of mammals, uh, chances are you're probably going to be allergic to the crow fab. Um, and so I I have my wife knows that. She knows that if something ever does happen, God forbid, um, don't plan on it. You never plan on it though, right? No. Um that if I'm to be administered any crowfab, um, because most everything almost everything that I keep is crowfab. Um, right. you know, treated with crowfab or or similar. Um it's what crowfab and uh, God, I can't remember I forget
0: ones. what the name of the new one is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um but yeah. So she knows that if something happens and I'm unconscious, that the doctor has to administer, you know, uh, a steroid or Benadryl before administering Crofab. Um, So be aware of your allergies. Um, And uh, make sure you have secure enclosures. Um, Like, don't try to keep a big, strong lapid in like an exoterror. It's it's not going to work out great for you. Um, don't get me wrong I mean you see back here I've got the little lep lep in an exoterra I've got a, a couple smaller rattlesnakes in a similar type tank but rattlesnakes aren't going to be you know climbing and pushing up Yeah, and, not pushers. right they're not pushers um, I would never keep an elapid in something like if you're going to keep an elapid you know or a big elapid I'll make sure that thing's locked up good um, because unfortunately if your venomous snake gets out and bite somebody that reflects poorly on all of us. And then, as you guys know, with the battle with legislation on venomous keeping, um, a lot of the dummies out there are making it real hard for us to make a strong case to why we should be able to keep keeping these animals. Because I mean, it, in in my I I feel bad myself about my bite because you know that that makes us look bad. Um, and it's yeah. you know it it's not worth it, and you know if we want to keep being able to work with these animals in captivity, we we got to do better as a whole. Yeah.
1: yeah, man, for sure. And you know that that crow thing, you know, if you're gonna look into this, that is something you should really look into because, like, in my scenario, I took a really bad bite from a uh, atrox, and I got I got twelve vials. And if I would have found out I was allergic to it, that would have been very, very bad, you know?
2: You might not uh, be sitting here today.
1: (laughs) So, you know, those are all things you have to take into consideration, you know, like, are you, could you be allergic to crow fat? Could you be allergic to the venom? You know, that's harder to find out, you know, you kind of have to find out, you know, the hard way, but hopefully you never do. Um, The goal is to not get bit. And I think it's frankly, very easy to not get bit by a venomous snake if you're doing things right. Um, obviously, Gabe, not t- saying anything bad about orchard. Oh,
2: no, listen, I, I, absolutely, I absolutely fucked up. Like, no, hands down, I, uh, yeah. I, um, I, like I said, I, it was a careless error on my part. I, I wasn't free or anything stupid like that, but right, like I said, normal pr- procedure with that in particular enclosure is open the door with a hook, uh, because the way that's set up, and I should have. Um, and in a rush, I didn't miscalculated where the snake was at. And, you know,
1: yeah, a very, very similar thing happened to Nipper Reed with his pygmies. I heard about that. Yeah. He talked about it on Venom, Venom Exchange radio. And, um, you know, it's, and Nipper is somebody, a venomous keeper that I respect more than a lot, a lot of people out there, you know? So, you know, accidents. And he's been doing it for ever. And he's. Because he's old. He's a he's a legend, dude. He's a freaking legend. Um (laughs) but yeah, it's definitely definitely not fun. Certainly not a badge of honor by any means. Um, I think that people who
2: look at bites as badges of honor shouldn't be keeping venomous snakes. Absolutely Um, not. it's it's um chicks dig scars, bro. You
3: You
1: don't get a scar from that, you get scar tissue. Um
2: But like the biggest thing is like you know with me working in in the wildlife field and as a professional naturalist too you know yeah. a, a bite looks bad professionally, um, and you know it, it you know it's I I got several messages from good good friends and colleagues of mine like hey I hope you're okay you dumbass yeah. <laughs> you don't know?
1: do that again
2: don't do that again yeah. um, but another one one more thing I want to say about venomous keeping is you know don't just hop right into venomous do your research get get a little bit of experience um you know i i worked with other people's collections and wild animals as well doing relocations and stuff over the years and a combination of the two for many years before i ever kept my first venomous um
1: when did you start keeping
3: venomous
2: i didn't actually start keeping my first venomous in this house until about 4 years ago 4 or 5 okay. years yeah nice. um around the time i got my house um but i had worked with other people's collections i had you know worked with professionals out in the field doing studies you know i i would got the experience um another thing is i see a lot of people start off with venomous and they you know a lot of people oh i want a big gaboon viper oh i want a force cobra or oh, i want this and i would tell you right now gaboons just don't do it for me but hey to each their own but if it if you want st- to don't just start off with a copperhead just because you want to get a copperhead because you think it's the safer option because you're gonna lose interest real quick you're gonna want to pass it along to someone who might not be prepared to deal with it and I think the best course of action is choose what you want work with someone who has that animal get the experience. And then sure you want it. <laughs> exactly. And then a lot of times halfway through it, you're like, yeah, I don't know, really know if I want this animal, you know, but yeah, figure out what you want, get the experience with that animal and start with that animal. Don't waste your time on a, a, a less potent or a less dangerous. There's no such thing as a less dangerous venomous snake, you know, um, mm-hmm. get what you want, get the experience yeah. with it. Learn from your peers, your responsible peers um on the proper way to do things.
1: I also think if you want something, you know, um exotic, something not from North America, there's there's a lot more to that and things that you have to weigh out and have more proper by protocols because if you have cobras, mambas, any of those, you know well,
2: I don't keep a lapid's for yeah. That you reason. know
1: like I have zero yeah I want to keep venomous one day, you know, but it would all be North American stuff just in case something did happen it's a lot all your North American pit vipers you're pretty much gonna get cofab yeah you know and most hospitals carry that in North America if well, you get bit by a cobra or a mamba or any of those things
2: you better hope the zoo nearby has a as a stock that they'll and
1: be- is yeah and is willing to give it, it to it you
2: that's yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, it's
1: a lot of things to take into consideration you know especially when you go exotic you know so really really know what you're getting into
2: oh yeah and i and like even with a lot of the exotic vipers like tree vipers i have mm. a lot of those guys aren't super potent mm-hmm. you know they're non-life threatening yeah the squams can be a little iffy depending on where they're from um but the rest of it's all you know you're not going to die from it yeah. um
1: but anybody listening, don't take that with a grain of salt. Oh, it, is it's still a grain even, salt. it is still it is yeah. still been a
3: mistake.
2: It's still a mistake. It's, it, you're gonna, you, you're gonna wish you were dead. Um, uh, <laughs> but don't, don't take that as, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go finger fondle this tree viper. Yeah. You no, know? no. Uh, but, but you know, as far as treatable things,
1: absolutely, yeah.
2: You know, all of my really, really. You know, potentially deadly hot stuff. I have is all crow fab, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. man it's nothing. Definitely nothing to play around with. You know, I think getting getting a mentor is probably the you know probably the best piece of advice you can you can have, man. You know, good, good mentor. Yes. Um, but that's awesome, man. So we are past the two hour mark, man. So if anybody wants to, you know, get in touch with you, talk some snakes, you know, poke your brain about some venomous. Uh, what's the best way to do that?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, so you can hit me up on my Instagram page. It's uh, Shuler Gabe. Um, it's me holding the beautiful pine snake. Um, And then uh, I've got Facebook. Uh, my Facebook, I, I don't post a lot on there. Um, it's mostly on the Instagram. Um, and then I've got TikTok. Uh, feel free to reach out on TikTok. Um, so you, like I said, probably Instagram is probably gonna be the best way to reach me. Um, feel free to reach out if you got any questions. Um, I don't bite unlike some of the snakes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good, man. Well, if y'all have any questions or want to reach out to Gabe, definitely do that. Um, this has been a really, really fun episode. Glad you came on, man. Thank you for uh, for joining us tonight on such a short notice.
3: Thank
2: you, guys.
1: Um, and once again, this was episode 206 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. Um, and of course, as always, brought to you by BlackBoxCages.com. You need a rack. You need a cage. Black Box. It's all the rage. You will not be disappointed with their product. We all swear by them. I have, what, the... Uh, Three different racks here, two different actually, three different cages as well, all just as good as the next. Uh, zero complaints, so definitely check them out. They got anything that you may or may not need, uh, but you need it all. Let's face it. Um, then of course, check out Steve's Snakeshuary with his Venom hot sauce. Um, we are huge fans of the cottonmouth sauce, but if you're gonna buy the cottonmouth sauce, may as well buy them all, you know, even if you're not a hot Electrical sauce guy. Said. Yes, you got to collect the whole set. Even if you're not a hot sauce guy, it is very tasty. But even if you don't like any hot sauce, it still makes for a cool reptile room addition, Little little art because they have all the pictures of the snakes on them. They're really, really cool bottles. So check those out. Get them. You'll be supporting a really good guy, doing really good stuff out in Louisiana. He's also a first responder. So if anything, go check out his website. Check out his Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff he posts all the time. And then, last but not least, my good friend over here to the left, Sir Smitty. Go follow him Aww. at Fulvius, Fulvius Apparel. Um, don't be a hemi-peen. Don't be weird. Don't be naked. Yeah. Check out Fulvius Apparel. Get some of the coolest shirts in herpetoculture right now. Uh, he's putting out putting out some heat. He does, Coffee bugs, done, too. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee mugs now too. He's branching out. I've got a ton of shirts from him. I I love them all. Um, He's made my long leaf shirts as well, which I need to, I keep saying it. I need to get a bunch made to actually get out to people. Um, But uh, yeah, definitely check out Fovia's Sparrow and all the stuff Justin's got going on there. So thank you everybody who tuned in, whether it be night, morning, whenever you listen to this, you could be listening to anybody. But you're listening to us, and we certainly appreciate it.
0: So, we'll be back for Snakes and Stogies Monday night. Um, we really only have a couple more episodes left for the year before we kind of dip off for for the holidays and stuff. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know when we're doing that. are we going to plan yeah. on recording next week?
0: I don't know. I got to look at the calendar. What is next week? Uh, what's today? It's the seventh. Days the seventh. No, the fourteenth. So
1: the fourteenth.
0: So yeah, I yeah, think we'll figure could, that out. But I think
1: I think we will record next week and then give her give her a break until until Christmas. Um so yeah. Catch Snakes and Stokies Monday. Catch us here next week. Not sure if we record, who you knows?
0: We'll um, see. We got we're so we are sort of planning our our people of the year thing again. We didn't put as much um sort of planning into it as we did last year but we are still planning to do it uh i don't know if we'll end up doing like a whole episode sort of thing like we did um at least before the new year i don't i don't know we got to coordinate with the with the gang to see what the plan is there but
1: i mean i know it's kind of short short notice but that could always be the potential next week
0: yeah yeah we'll have to see it just depends on everyone's schedules um I believe we have decided on our person, like our network person of the year. Yes. Um, pretty excited about that. And then, you know, the other, all the, the people for each of the shows too, I got to get with Phil and figure out sort of what we've decided on for snakes. And yeah, I didn't
1: know if we were doing somebody for each show as well. I mean, that's
0: if what it sounds like initially. Event. I was like, since we haven't had done a whole lot of planning, you know, just do a yeah. THN person and keep it simple. But it sounds like Phil was like, let's go ahead and do all of them. So. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll go from there. That conversation that we were initially having sort of steered into other things and sort yes. of drifted off. So yes, it did. <laughs> have, to, have to rein it back in, but
1: it's all right, though. Well, That's thank right. you, thank you again, Gabe, for coming on, man. Really enjoyed this episode, and uh we'll definitely be in touch about some harping.
2: Yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me.
3: Yeah, man, appreciate
2: uh, it. Y'all have a thank
3: good. Thank you. Week. Me too. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.